You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey guys, welcome to Classic Game Junkie. How can I... Joe, Joe, come here. Dude, who are these two guys touching all the freaking customers? In a pro- oh, Jesus Christ. These are the guys that we're supposed to do an interview with from We Podcast and We Know Things. Whatever. Right, what's up, guys? How you doing? Welcome to Classic Game Junkie. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 113 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Mr. Simmons, I have your laptop. Yeah, baby. By the time you're listening to this, you might even have it back in your possession. <laughs> After a long year without your laptop, thank you, dude. We appreciate Hey, you're the man. Yeah, man. It, it was great to have such support. Uh, but thank you again, Ryan, for the laptop, like, literally letting us have a show uh, at our laptop died but this is uh we podcast we know things if you're new to the podcast we are the single source for all of your nerdy news and gaming tv film music and all things pop culture we're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode ah, at a time but be sure to hit that <laughs> we pod squad i said hit the we pod squad how about we join the we pod squad by hitting that subscriber follow button on all of your podcast services like itunes Castbox, stitcher iHeartRadio, spotify and wherever you get your audible goodness it takes like a second what are you waiting for there? Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, and again, if you want to follow along on social media, and we don't know why you wouldn't, it is at We Podcast and We Know Things, all one word on Instagram. On Twitter is at We Pod and We Know, all one word. Facebook, just search out We Podcast and We Know Things. And if you're in a pickle, just head to We Podcast and We Know Things.com. It is your one stop shop for everything We Podcast and We Know Things, including links to our social media and including links to our Patreon and our store. Yes, that's right. The people that help us make this show possible every month and the folks that want to buy some sweet merch. And I'm sorry to hear that we don't handle it personally. So, because he's like, I ordered something, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, what'd you get? He goes, you'll have to wait until you handle it. I was like, uh, we don't handle it personally. Somebody actually, somebody uh, that bought some of our stuff at work from my work said the same thing. He's like, he kept asking me questions about this one item. And I was like, I don't know. He's like, how do you not know? So I said, we'll talk at work tomorrow. So he goes up to me. He's like, how do you not know your store? I was like, I don't run it. <laughs> I, I just, it's not a I, third party. We pay someone else to run yeah. the store. It's called commission. Exactly. But again, we appreciate you guys for helping support the show. Uh, we are a part of the Weebie Geeks po- podcast network, which is WeebieGeeksPC.com. And we're also a part of the ESO network at ESOPodcast.com. Combined, there's like 50 different podcasts on those two websites besides us <clears throat> that you could listen to. Sorry, it's 8.08 in the morning on a Saturday. My voice is a little hoarse. Been up since 1 a.m. Um, but again, 50 other shows to check out besides ours, but we hope you continue to listen to ours. We have our trivia today. We have some big stories in the big story section. Uh, we're going to transition to Sam taking over the gaming space, leading off the gaming space, and then movies, then TV, a couple of things in music, a couple of things in other, our Patreon shoutouts, our picks of the week, and we'll get on out of here. But before we move into our trivia, I just wanted to say a happy birthday First birthday to my boy, Super Mario. Super Mario Odyssey came out one year ago today. Man, time flies. Here and I thought you were going to say happy belated to Pickle. <laughs> no, it is also Danielle Schwartz's birthday. So, uh, a couple birthday shout outs. Shout, shout outs to all of our friends who've had birthdays yeah. over the past couple weeks. Tom Flynn, Ryan Popejoy, and alike. But 
Happy birthday, Super Mario Odyssey, dude. Doesn't feel like a year ago. Besides our friends, this game is more important, so we have to give you the shout-out. Our trivia is 7.5 to 7.5, and our first to 11 win by two. Sam, you asked me the question first. You got it. Which was Queen's first number one hit on the Billboard charts? That's my question to you. Nah. Crazy little thing called yeah. love. That's my question to you. That's hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, that's funny as hell. I guess it had to happen eventually. Yep, it is. <laughs> well, that's the first time that ever happened. You know what's crazy? I have a backup question in case we had that's the hilarious. Same Scott, question. why couldn't you go first? <laughs> Take the whole point. It is eight and a half. Uh, I have a backup question. Oh, shit. oh my god, dude! We've been waiting for two years for that to happen. I got. I mean, one time it was close, but this is literally nail on the head. Okay. So, Sam, and I have put in here, in my notes section here, but I can't show you the rest of it because it's got some of my other answers, but it says really nasty question because it's difficult. Okay. Okay. Great. So, <laughs> I is, really wish you went first. It is difficult. Um, so, October 27th, if you remember last year, there were two dates, October 27th and November 17th, that had uh, like crazy amounts of things kind of release on those days. November 17th was, I think, like Call of Duty and Justice League and uh, all this other crap. Um, but October 27th, the day of Super Mario Odyssey, across movies, across TV, across video games, there was five major releases that day. Can you... I'm sorry, six major releases that day. Big things. Can you name any of them? Just one. One other thing that came out on October 27th of last year. October 27th. And one of them, 1,000% you watched, and I'll give you a hint, every episode of the season. Yeah, I, I have one that I think it's probably Stranger Things. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Dude, other than that, I was, was going to say Thor Ragnarok. No, that was one of the November 17th, okay. wasn't it? No, 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 no. That was November 4th. I think that came in between. But Stranger Things Season 2, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, uh, a Cloverfield Paradox, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, Super Mario Paradox. Odyssey, and Jigsaw all came out on October The 27th. only one that I saw was Stranger Things. So yeah. That was the only shot I had. I want to see what all the stuff that came out on November I'm still baffled that we, we went to the same Queen question. Like, <clears throat> and, and, and just to be fair, that was also to clarify the question. It was actually their number one hit in the United States. Exactly. Yeah, and that's why I put well, in the number one in the Billboard charts. Yeah, and, that's it was, how, and it was yeah. 1980s crazy little thing called love and that is insane because i was gonna throw another one bites it does we will rock you and we are the champions it's just a you know if, if you needed the questions like they were all freaking hitters mine was uh we are the champions we will rock you and bohemian rhapsody were my <laughs> were my choices well bohemian i know would have never been their number one because that came a little bit down the road but how insane is that though well hey we we, we both got lucky and it's a five a five yeah uh november 17th was mm, here it is November 17th last year was Justice League, was Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, Star Wars Battlefront 2, The Elder Scrolls Skyrim on Nintendo Switch, The Sims 4, like, oh, damn, man, like crazy packed things on those two dates. I remember them just being so crazy, um, but it is 8.5 to 8.5 now. We both just got points, which oh, is cool. Well, yours was a, was a layup. <laughs> well, it wouldn't have been if I didn't have the same damn question. Oh, no, you're right. No way I would have known Crazy Little Thing Called Love if I didn't look it up. I thought it was interesting. Out of all, every song, that was their first number one. Right. Oh, my God, dude. That is... 
<laughs> We've waited a long time for that to happen. That only took 113 times. <laughs> All right. So we have, uh, I'm going to move into our big stories of the day. We have three of them um, one gaming related, two gaming related, and one not necessarily gaming movies or maybe even it could be considered tv i guess uh but we're going to start off with red dead redemption 2 and i'm going to read the review i'm going to give my first impressions of the game um sam this is a game a long time ago you said you're interested in because you played it over our friend's house uh, at least the first one and you kind of got some interest in it at least it's just so massive it's massive i i don't have enough space on my ps4 i know that (laughs) i did buy it on xbox one just to just to have everybody out there know, so um, we didn't have to delete his Spider-Man progress. And uh, well, it pick it 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 saves it. So if I were to like reinstall Spider-Man, um, it, it would pick back up. But I have that second Xbox, and I don't really use it for anything else. Oh, but smart, like smart. Netflix, and I have two terabytes of storage on it. So I just got it on that. You did the right move. Yeah. So I didn't have the to delete advantages anything. of having two systems. Right, and I get to play it in the front room where I don't get to do much. It's a shame you can't enjoy it on the big TV though, but. It's not that much smaller. Well, I think that one's like 47. So it's like it's 13 inches smaller than this one. Every inch matters. It's a foot, actually. So <laughs> it matters. Now that I Come say on. that's a baker's dozen of inches. <laughs> uh, so we have the Red Dead 2 – I'm sorry, Red Dead Redemption 2 review per IGN. And then we'll go into uh, the spoiler-free impressions for everybody out there. And this is 24 hours after I got it. So I don't have – uh, a billion hours logged into it. Maximum 24. Yeah. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 stands shoulder to shoulder with Grand Theft Auto 5 as one of the greatest games of the modern age. It is a gorgeous depiction of an ugly period that's patient, polished, and a huge amount of fun to play. And it's combined with Rockstar's best storytelling to date. Even after finishing the lengthy story, I can't wait to go back and play more. This is a game of rare quality, a meticulously polished open world ode to the outlaw era. Looking for one of the best generations, very, I'm sorry, looking for one of this generation's very best single player action experiences, here's your Huckleberry. I already know it's yeah. got a 10 out of 10. Yeah, it's got a 10 out of 10, um, and that seems to be the uh, overwhelming response to the game. Um, now, there are people out there that are. Um, not liking it so much and dragging it down. Well, Metacritic's only at 97 well, right now. Well, I was going to say, I heard a lot of people bitching and complaining about the killing of animals and this, to kind of skin them. It's like, t- that's how we survived. Like, what are you bitching about? That's how we about? still survive. Like, it, it, like, like yeah, just because it's, it's all clean packaged and you don't see all the hard work that goes yeah. into Like, I saw IGN. They were doing, like, the live gameplay. Yeah. Um, they killed the bear and they skinned it. And people yeah. were like, oh, my God. Like, it's like... Guys, grow up! Like yeah. Jesus, like this is what you're complaining. Like you guys have to complain about yeah. everything. No, it, that's and that's the society we live in in 2018. It is the most sheltered, uh, least rough and tough society we've ever had. Mm-hmm. And this, the sequel to this game. I'm sorry, the, technically Pre- this is a prequel. The original, which is actually Red Dead Revolver, came out on PlayStation Two, right? And that was 10 plus years ago, yeah. more than that. And now Red Dead Redemption came out in 2010 and that had the exact same shit in it. You did the exact same stuff but yeah. not as many people cared back then because there wasn't a bunch of little snowflakes out yeah, there. Yeah, between that and the graphics weren't as good as they are in this. Now it's it's realistic as shit even just between them gutting them, skinning them. Yeah, and I mean but Red Dead was an Xbox 360 PS3 title so they were good. They just weren't like, this yeah. good. Nothing. You know, th- again, this is one of those Contenders for gore- most gorgeous game ever, just because of the size, scope, and scale. But uh, it, it is very, very much like Red Dead One. It's, it's, you know, the story is different. It is a prequel. You do play as Arthur Morgan, so a different character from John Marsden um, and Red from the first game. So you do have, um, you do have a different 
you know, set of stirrups you're walking in. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but, but I'll tell you, man, it starts off, you're in a gang as opposed to more of an, in, an individual, more of an outlaw. You're in a gang of outlaws, and you're going to right away notice some names out of the group of people you're in the gang with if you've played the other games. Do you need to play the other games? You do not. No. So you do not. This is a prequel. Um, it helps, obviously, because, again, you're picking up You'll those pick subtleties. you Easter eggs, yeah. And, and stuff like that. And, but in your gang of people, this takes place in 1899, uh, where Red Dead took place in 1904, so five years later, you will pick up some the names and like immediately in your first mission you're like holy shit i know four people just from the the last game boom right off the bat and you're in this super super snowy can't see shit type of environment where you're on the run from the law after a robbery um and and you're with the gang trying to find shelter and you go find it and it's nighttime and you have the snow just going in every which way and you're trying to ride a horse but what i love about this game as you kind of break through the snow and you get into this massive open world which puts breath of the wild to shame uh quite frankly was um you have to dress the part, which they took a lot of things from Breath of the Wild. I, I got a lot of similarities yeah. from that. Um, not took. This game's been in development for six years, so don't get me wrong. They didn't wait till Breath came out. It was like, well, let's take that. Mechanic. I mean, they couldn't have added. You don't know. But you have to dress the part. You can't just wear short sleeves in the cold or you're going to shiver. Yeah. You have to stay hydrated. You have to uh, keep eating to get your strength up. And yeah. that's it's it's actually a really neat thing where you, you are this person. Yeah. And it brings that kind of... Uh, Ode to realism right into the game. Yeah, like I saw a lot of time where they had to basically, like, after they killed the bear, they set up camp, they had the fire going, they cooked it, and after it's like, all right, set up camp, let's go, and then they kick out the fire. And- yeah. And, and I'm a side mission junkie, right? So As one we the, know from Spider-Man. This is, and there are no spoilers here, okay? Um, but one of the side missions, they teach you how to hunt because, of course, they're going to teach the mechanics yeah. of the game, right? So I go out and I hunt the animal that they're asking me to hunt with the gentleman who I'm doing it with. We... Do what we need to do. We get back to the person who told us to go hunt. I plop the the animal down on the table, and they give you the option to skin it or not. You don't have to. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm making that money because pelts cost you or yeah. get you a ton pelts, of money." Food. So uh, you know, did that part. But I ran into a bear as well, and I got so overwhelmed at the fact that there's a bear charging at me from hundreds of yards away. I didn't get a gun. I got a bow and arrow. Uh, <laughs> I totally forgot to switch to well, my shotgun. I mean, technically, if if you're a good hunter and you can like know how to shoot a bow, you can kill the bear one shot through the heart. But yeah, well, you, it took you, me you six pa- shots. You panic. You're like, oh shit! I, I can see it being a little bit difficult. It, t- it took me six shots and I didn't bring it down. It ran away with arrows sticking out of it, and wow. I was like, oh, there you bastard! I forgot to shoot it. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, if I took one shotgun, sh- yeah, you know. Anyway, anyway, yeah. anyway. So move on. I didn't get to kill the bear, which I'm pissed about. So I'm excited to like continue in the world because you know. uh it's got so much life, man. Well, I was going to say, because when IGN was playing, it sounded like World War Three when they shot this bear. Like, boom, 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 boom. I was like, there's no meat left. <laughs> As a hunter, that's, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and it's just, it's a great it's a great time if you just need to kill some hours because it is going to be. I'm not even. I haven't even touched the surface, but it's going to be a very, very lengthy, lengthy campaign. Oh, it's going to be probably double Spider-Man. Yeah, easy. It's, it's easy, and it's. You know, it's and the I'm type so over, of game. Like, I'm, I'm too overwhelmed. It's like it's it's too much. Like yeah. yo, I still gotta beat the Uncharted fifth game. That's and that's what I felt with with um, Legend of Zelda, where I was like, screw this. Like I'm not playing this much of an expansive game. A, you got to keep up with it so you don't forget what's happening. Yeah. Um. So you got to play it very regularly. And B, like there's so much to do that I feel like what what should I be doing now? And yeah. whatever I'm doing is wrong. 
And it's even harder now because I have less time than I did then. And I have, a, I kind of have an expiration yeah, date on this. Your window is closing. Um, I hope. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe it's a good thing I'm playing it Another now. video I saw, I think, I believe it was IGN, where it went from day to nighttime. Man, that, that was beautiful. Man, yeah. They, they definitely And you went, do see the sun coming yeah, down. Yeah, they went stuff. all out for this game. Yeah, and the detail is super impressive. The scope of the game is incredibly impressive. The size of the the size of the map is enormous, and you can do what you want to do. Once you get off the snowy piece and the rest of the open world opens up, you can just go hunting all day if you feel like going hunting. You can Every character has dialogue. You can go yeah. up to anybody and talk to them. You can do all side missions all day. You can do no side missions and just play right through the story. There's... You can go play poker or or uh, the game where you have to stab your almost you know not stab yourself with the between knife your finger between tips, your yeah. fingers and like if you want to go do that you can just go do that yeah I, I think that the choices alone are just whatever you want to do it's just a great experience and from my only a few hours of gameplay it is very much like the first one but I mean that in the best way and, possible and you agree with the ten out of ten. I don't know yet. You're not even that far. I'm not even that far to be able to agree with a 10 out of 10. I did read that one of the creators of it said kind of like, I'm glad that we're releasing another Red Dead rather than Grand Theft Auto. He said, day and age now, he goes, I couldn't imagine all the backlash we'd get from this, yeah. you know, from a new game. It's like, you know what? If you're already getting backlash from animals, like, shit, I couldn't even imagine. And a little bit later in the show, we have our NPD charts and we know our best friends, Grand Theft Auto Five, always find a way. Well, so both of these games will be, be in there fun. next month. That'll be fun for Rockstar to have two games <laughs> in the NPD. Um, however, Again, not far enough for me to make a determination if a 10 out of 10 is the is the best score or the deserved score. But I will say that right now I'm having a ton of fun with it. Um, I, I knew you were going to love it. I don't yeah. love the the controls in a small space. But because this game is like, like trying to open up a nightstand to search for loot is kind of a pain in the ass. The camera's kind of annoying and the button prompts you have to hold it. So it's a kind of... Kind of annoying, but when you're out there in the open world riding your horse, I'm shooting wolves as they're trying to, to chase my partner down on a horseback, and I'm popping them in the head. I'm getting off the horse. I'm skinning them, throwing it back on the thing, and I'm riding away. That's the gameplay you live for is yeah. that open world expansiveness that just makes it fun. Um, so, yeah, we don't condone the animal thing, but it's just – it's a video game, people. Yeah. So get your stick out of your ass. Sixty hour game, or you got the sixty hour version, right? You yeah, didn't get the I didn't get the eighty or the hundred and twenty dollar version. I just got the. Will standard. there be more DLCs down the road? Yeah, there's always going to be a ton of DLC. The great, some of the best DLC ever made, ever, ever, ever was uh, for Red Dead Redemption One called um, Undead Nightmare. It was zombies in the Wild Wild West. I can't even. It was like all Halloween yeah. themed. There were pumpkins and, and schools and spooks. It was just so much fun. I remember playing that in my dorm room, two players with, with Ryan. So that was a lot of fun That's back awesome. in the day. But yeah, this is a, this is a great game. And I, I'll give maybe you more the, of impressions like later. Year, I, I imagine. Definitely a contender. I don't know enough to put it there yet. Um, oh, you got two months. I got some time. So yeah, like as I progress through the game, we'll give you updates on how it is, and and um, if I'm like if I just give up, or you, you'll you'll know people because yeah. I'll I'll definitely update you. Uh, but we want to talk about the WWE is our second big story. Uh, Roman Reigns comes out on Monday Night Raw the other night on on Monday. Go figure. And uh, you know, right in the beginning of Raw, drops a promo. And says, you know, I can't be your fighting champion. And people are booing him. And you suck. You suck. He says, you know, my name's my name's Joe. Joe. Yeah. And after 11 years, my leukemia is back. And I have to go do this and, and relinquish my title. And then um, you hear some people who didn't think it was real still yeah. in the background yelling. But the, most of the crowd understands this. I, n- I never even knew he had it the first time. Nope. Not many people did. Yeah. And, and 
WWE did not tell many people about this announcement. So um, Vince knew, Shane knew, Steph knew, uh, Kevin Dunn knew because he runs the production. Some writers knew because they had to write some things for the for coming Wait, up. And you but. saw even in the back. I, I watched them. Like as soon as you went to the back, the whole locker room was there. They didn't know. And even um, yeah. a lot of people, I don't know if it was Miz or if it was um, the Demon. I don't know who it was. but Probably they said, Finn because Miz is on SmackDown. Because Finn, he said, he's like, I'd never seen the air sucked out of the locker room yeah. like that ever in my career. Yep, and a lot of people had no idea <laughs> yeah. what he was about to say. And even Seth uh, Rollins and Dean Ambrose, his fellow Shield members, all they knew was that he was going to vacate the title. They had no idea why. Yeah. So them coming out on the ramp to give him a hug after he gave him well, that you see Seth, cry Seth together. Seth was crying. Yeah. They were both, yeah, they were both oh, I, didn't, I, didn't see, I didn't see Dean, but yeah. I, I did see Seth crying. Um, that was real. And yeah. Michael Cole, Corey Graves, who was visibly crying in commentary. Renee Young, whose husband is Dean Ambrose, who's yeah. you know part of the Shield. She was she didn't know either. So like the commentary team didn't even know. So they're have to fight back that emotion on the air and it was just like you know you boo roman you hate roman but joe we care about yeah. and we and we obviously yeah that, see. i mean that's an absolute shame and and i'm, I'm sure i i actually know he's going to beat he's a fighter he's obviously been through he's this beaten it before he's, he's 22 before. years old when he was first diagnosed. and obviously we know he's not going to give up and you know obviously we wish him all the luck you know, possible. Yeah, this is there's there's um, things that transcend wrestling into yeah. the real world, and and obviously something like this is is that huge. Okay. So we want to just give our best well wishes to Joe Anoye or Roman Reigns, who are you know, yeah. however and, you know. And him. he said, after I beat this, I'll be back. You know, yeah. I saw him put the the the, um, the belt in the ring, and yeah. I'll be back for it. So he vacated his title, and where that leaves the WWE is in a is in a. Uh, weird space because again he found out i i think the rumors were saying october 18th so this was a very new thing that wwe has to work through and uh crown jewel uh which we'll talk about in a moment is coming up this week actually um six days from today in saudi arabia uh as controversial as that may be that is coming soon and they were having a triple threat match roman reigns braun Strowman, and brock lesnar for the title Braun, or, uh, Roman was clearly going to win that. But now he's vacating his title. So what to do with that? You have the World Cup there, which could be – you could turn that into a tournament for a number one contender spot or something. But yeah. that's that. they're not doing that. They're just making the title match Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. That's going to determine your new universal champion. Oh, hopefully it's Braun. Hopefully he, it's Braun. He deserves it. And Brock is just the worst thing in wrestling. I just he makes me want to turn the TV off and in in fury. Uh, so I hope they do the right thing and put yeah. the strap on Braun. But this is going to be a reason to watch Crown Jewel because there's not many reasons to watch Crown Jewel. Which transitions us into the second half of this big story is that Crown Jewel, if you don't know, taking place on Friday. I think it's like five o'clock Eastern or something like that. Um, from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, but the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia right now is coming under a lot of controversy yes. uh, for the um, for their potential alleged whatever you want to call it involvement in the murder of um, a Washington Post journalist who had some things to say about the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia because he does cover the country. It is his beat, um, and he is, I believe, Saudi Arabian, but he's an American citizen. Uh, you know, he was brutally murdered and and there was just a whole lot of controversy of who was behind it and and why yada yada and there was a lot of pressure on wwe to just pull out of king of saudi arabia Vince is a very stubborn human being he also has a 10-year agreement with them but yes he's also very stubborn obviously you know i understand you have an agreement or contract or whatever but 
upon recent events, you can't postpone it until kind of things settle down. You kind of figure what we you know what's going on. Like, it was I don't know. it was weird because first they stopped for like so so the WWE is under a lot of pressure to pull out from the event and or shift it to another location yeah. and or do something to just get it out of Saudi Arabia. And this would be the second event since April in Saudi Arabia. So it's already kind of like. Yeah, it's like we were just we there were just four there. months ago. So, um, well, that was when uh, Jinder botched Jeff's. Uh, he missed completely. Missed was it the Swanton bomb and it, it, no, the he, the uh, the when you run up, he does the like this. It was all spinny it, flip it, off it was the top. Off and he the hit top. Him, He and barely it, hit him with no, like his no, toe. He, he completely missed him, and then he. Like, <laughs> That's where re- it's reaction. where uh, it's where Titus O'Neil slipped and fell running down the ramp. The, Oh my god, that was Titus I'm World so happy slide. I watched that live. That was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. So uh, there was a lot of pressure for them to do something about it. And WWE, they stopped mentioning for two straight weeks that Crown Jewel was taking place in Saudi Arabia. They just mentioned Crown Jewel. Yeah. They never said Saudi Arabia. Then there's talk of they're going to pull out. Then there's talk of um, they canceled tickets. Then there's talk of they never started selling tickets in the first place. And they got rid of the link to buy them from the website. So like all these things are happening. And we're like, okay... They are going to pull out of this or they're going to do something. Yeah. Well, it came out the other day that it's on and it's going to stay in Saudi Arabia as planned and go forward. Well, uh, like I said earlier, they have a World Cup to determine the best in the world. Two wrestlers in that World Cup are John Cena and I think Daniel Bryan is in the, the tournament. If not, he's supposed to be a part of the show. Oh, no, he's wrestling AJ Styles for the WWE Which Championship. Which AJ is going to win. Yeah. Um, yeah, there won't be any title changes there except for the Universal. And... uh they won out. So Daniel Bryan said, I don't want to go because of all this controversy. A lot of wrestlers are voicing their opinion. I, I can't blame them. I don't want to go because of the controversy. Da, da, da. WWE put out a statement saying, we respect our talents, blood, whatever. We're making the best decision possible. John Cena, to his credit, man, he's said, going. fuck this. He said, I'm out. And you ain't going to do nothing about it because he knows he's their biggest draw. He's out. Officially out. And he's a part of the tournament. So they're going to find a way. They already said they're going to find a way to write him out on this week's television and replace him with somebody. But you just lost one of your biggest draws. Who's yeah. probably going to win the tournament um, to determine the best in the world. And now they don't know what to do. Well, well bring him in. Act that, act like he gets injured. Fake an injury. But if I'm him, like, I know you're under contract, so you have to do that kind of stuff. But if I'm him, I'm like, no. Yeah. Write me out. Write me off TV without me being there. Do some phantom thing where I hurt myself or something. Yeah, but I think he's too much for the people. I think he will show up and do something, and then get what brutally attacked from behind and have to be a pussy and call out of a place. Like exactly. I don't think he wants to do that either. Yeah, but hey, with them new money, hair plugs he's got, money talks. Brother. I don't know. I don't know what he wants to do, and and I don't know what WWE has planned. So it's at least intriguing for this yeah. week in wrestling to have to you know to watch it. But I would I would just say to everybody out there, and if Daniel Bryan pulls out, good for you too. Um, for those out there who who have a problem with this, like I do, and I don't have a strong opinion on stuff like this most of the time, but like this, I'm pretty passionate about of just doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, don't watch it. I mean, that's the way to win. That's the way as a viewer. Don't don't, don't give them the don't give them the ratings, yeah. Yeah. and then that'll that'll show them um, or put together a Twitter thing. I, I don't know, but just don't watch it, and then you'll have you know Vince's ear because when the ratings drop. Vince yeah, is going to listen exactly. to you. Exactly. So. And if you miss it, just follow him on Facebook. The no, video's there the next day. Everything is there. Yeah. Oh, my God, is it there. Uh, we do have WWE Evolution, the first ever all-women's pay-per-view in WWE history in two days. Or, I'm sorry, tomorrow night, actually, now. So, tomorrow night. No, we're not going to do predictions for it. But there's a, like a 40-woman battle royale. And Trish, Trish Stratus. Stratus and, and Lita. 
versus um, Mickey James and Alexa Bliss, which is already a weird match because you have three legends in Mickey James, Trish Stratus, and Lita, and then just Alexa Bliss. I'd rather have a fourth legend in there to make it like an old school tag match. But yeah, it's a shame China, you know, she's not, you know, that would be, I think that'd be an interesting match. Well, Alexa Bliss got a concussion at a house show and she's out. Oh, wow. She's going to miss the entire show now, and they replaced her with Alicia Fox. So what the hell is Alicia Fox doing in that match? I don't even know who she is. That match just went from a six to a one for intrigue. If She's Trish, been with the company if, like 13 if years. If Trish doesn't win, I'm upset. It's Trish and Lita. It's a tag match. Yeah, but they're, so, they're two. They have to win they, now. They were in our age. Like, that was who we... So is Mickey. But they have to win now. They yeah, have to. Yeah, Ain't yeah. no way. But, Mickey James... But who did we love? We loved Trish and, and Lita. They were right. one and two. Right. And Mickey and, gave me three or four. Mickey was like six... But like Stacy Keebler, yeah, true. Yeah, uh, who's I mean, the other one? Sable. I was never no? a Sable guy, or like a or a Deborah guy. I just didn't like Sable. Sable could probably hit three or four for me, easy. Uh, wow, dude, I was more of like a Tory, uh, Stacy Keebler, Kelly Kelly. The mm. only one that no faces come up for the last one. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, so <clears throat> uh, it's there's no way it's gonna be. Uh, Mickey James and Alicia Fox beating Trish Stratus and Lita. We already kind of know the outcome for that one. Um, Ronda Rousey is going to defend the title against Nikki Bella. So, and there's going to be a, a bunch of people coming back from like the '90s and stuff. That's going to be cool. It's going to be really nice to see it. But Ashley and I are like, do we even want to watch this pay per view? Because they're not doing a good job pushing it. Yeah, I I, I hear you, but I think you have to. <sighs> I don't know. If I had to put my money on it, I would say you, there's a banging watching. there's a banging Sunday night football game. So flip I don't back know. and forth. I got my iPad if I want to exactly. watch it. Exactly, you'll watch both like you always do. Don't act like it's the uh, don't act like you're a first timer over here. I don't. I just don't want to. You're burying the show. You're burying the performers. Yeah. But we don't. Again, we're not going to do predictions for the for the card. I hope Becky Lynch beats Charlotte. That's all I care about in the first ever Iron Woman match, which will be sweet. But anyway, that's all your latest WWE updates, and we just wanted to send our best wishes to Roman yeah. Reigns uh, with a speedy recovery. We can't wait to see you back in the ring. So like like the Apron Work podcast said, so we can boo you some more. Get well soon, Roman. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you. And the last thing, this isn't going to be uh, a, li- a lengthy story, is I just want to talk a-, a minute about GDQX, which is Games Done Quick Express, which is a three-day Games Done Quick. Usually there's two a year, awesome Games Done Quick, and summer Games Done Quick done in January and July. Coincidentally, they're my two vacation months. And uh, and this month it was June, not July for summer. But they, they're doing a three-day Friday, Saturday, Sunday going on right now. 24-hour, three-day-a-week uh, <clears throat> speedrun marathon over on twitch.tv slash gamesdonequick. You've heard us talk about GDQ a million times on this show if you're a listener from anywhere over the past two years. And uh, it's like a stacked lineup. Yesterday was unbelievable. Uh, so I was really ha- happy to be able to watch all of those speedruns. But just go check it out. Um, if at all you care, uh, GDQ Express, again, Games Done Quick's Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Games Done Quick. It's going to have all, what, four, almost 24, 36 hours still to go in this marathon. I just want to highlight some of the best runs over the next couple days that you can check out. Um, if you're a fan of, let's see what we got going on. Starting right after this show, basically, is Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze. We got Titanfall 2, Sonic Advance, Mega Man 5, Mega Man X, Mega Man X2, Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds, Dark Souls 3, Diablo 2, Resident Evil 2 at 1.15 in the morning. 
Just some small games. Just how how are you gonna <laughs> how are you gonna not stay up for the spooks? Yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, Spyro the Dragon, Earthbound, Super Metroid, and a Link to the Past combo randomizer. Then you have Taskbot Block. Then you have Super Mario: The Lost Levels, and then it ends as it should with Super Mario 64 by Cheezo Five, the best Super Mario 64 player in the world, and. Uh, it's it's just we love this stuff and and all money raised is going to a charity as as always uh no so this is a part oh. of TwitchCon so TwitchCon is is going on coincid uh, not coincidentally uh, at the same time so TwitchCon said hey GDQ why don't we tag team forces since you're one of the you're the biggest speedrunning marathon in the world uh, and do a mini one so they said okay during TwitchCon we'll do it da 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 so the the money is going to charity, okay. but not 100% of it. So the money through donations is going to the 10 charities that TwitchCon supports, so not just one. Usually it's Doctors Without Borders yeah, yeah, or the yeah. Prevent Cancer Foundation. Okay. As long as money is going towards some sort of donation. Yes, that's all, all your donations are going to charity. <clears throat> any bits that you give in chat or any subs that you give the channel in chat are not going to charity at all. They're going to help GDQ get better for future, just like – Think of it which this is, way. If you're donating to us. Yeah, and, which is those things. You want to keep the business running, but obviously you want to keep the donations in to, yeah. to support less fortunate. And the donations are going directly to charity. There's yeah. ten there's ten of them, so I can't even name them all. Um, however, uh, the Yeti is being a fantastic partner yet again uh, with with GDQ, and they put out some amazing shirts, and they're 12 bucks for a shirt, and $4 of the 12 goes to the charities. Awesome. So I bought myself two shirts. I got $25. I got two shirts getting shipped We'll to see if you get them this time. Yeah, I, I <laughs> made sure the address was right yeah. for all you people out there that had to stick through that story, but we'll be right back after this word from the Nerdy Laser Podcast. Hey gang, are you looking for another podcast to listen to? Well, you're in luck. The Nerdy Laser is a podcast, and we specialize in 90s nerd culture. But we don't leave anything out. If something is cool and nerdy, we will talk about it. So join myself, Richard Yule, and a variety of guests on the Nerdy Laser podcast, available on iTunes, Podbean, and the ESO Network. Now we'll start off in the gaming space. Now for Spider-Man, the Heist DLC is finally out, and Greg has the review. The heist certainly sets up a story and characters I'm excited to see more of, but feels more like a start of something instead of the whole worthwhile recommendation solely on its own. Its character work is once again stellar and left me wanting to see more, but it's more of an unresolved first act than a conclusive story trying to tie a larger plot. Should the upcoming Turf War and Silver Lining DLCs live up to what's established in the heist, and some of its weaker elements will be easier to overlook. New gameplay ideas are intriguing, others frustrating, but none are put into practice long enough to make an impression. But that's still more than what I but it's still more of what I loved about Spider Man making a quick return to this world a joyful one. Seven five? Seven eight. Yeah, that that's actually like I was probably right around there. Mm-hmm. I, again, it's there is no like conclusion. It's more of again like dot dot dot. Especially the ending is a nice cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I bought it the day it came out. I just beat it all last night, which was fairly. And I didn't. I did not buy it at all. So this is all Sam's impression. Yeah, it was fairly quick. I think after with tax and everything it was like ten sixty nine for, you know, gadget. And you know, it should it's be a little, eight bucks. That's what I thought. You know, but I I saw my statement, so I know it was ten sixty nine <laughs> or seventy nine, whatever the hell it was. 
But it, it was so fun. It, you don't have any interest. I mean, obviously, it's too late now. But the $25 season pass. Well, I mean, as, as I'm thinking, it's like, well, er, it's going to save you five bucks. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? What's five bucks? Like, at that time, I barely had nothing to get the game. So, it's like, I almost had no choice but to do it the way I'm doing it's it It's a now. beer, man. It's yeah, a beer at Katie O'Donnell's for the Eagles game on Sunday. Ah, that's fine. I'll, I'll survive. They, they have the buckets you can get to save me a couple of dollars. But um, it, it, it was fun. Again, like, you have your side missions where you yeah. have that YouTube... Uh, I forget her name already because I, I always hated her side missions. The YouTuber you have to stop and remember to, to take the pictures. The one I had, I looked up. Oh, the UPCs? Yeah, it was like that one, that, that YouTuber that's like that. I like them. Yeah, I know you like them, but me, I was like, but you had to go was, to the building and like the yeah. one piece was on the one building and you had to get to the right angle with your camera. Yeah, but this was more like you're, you have, you're taking like pictures of fighting people. Like, it, it was okay. Don't get me wrong. I still whooped that ass, but I beat <laughs> all that. The other side mission is where you're finding the first black hat you're helping an officer out you're kind of help like find him like pictures scatter all over just like you're finding backpacks which which was fine did that easy enough and then you just had the the backpack or the backpack the um the black hat story mode which you know you only a few do you play as black hat no but okay. you play as mary jane you do play as mary jane, which again it's it just stops that's it. slow burning it's the it, it's, I would, it's never I, I, there's, if, if there's you, zero reason for me to play it's literally this I mean, it's only one mission so but it's like at the very end <laughs> And it, sure. literally, Sorry. it's at the very end, which was whatever. I, it, was, it ended with a Mary Jane. No, no, it was like there, and then you go on to like the final, the final mission. Because after that, I was like ninety six percent beat, and you just go to, to the final, you know, the encore show, which was fine. Like there was a couple, I think maybe one or two parts that was actually a little bit challenging because when I it was my first time playing in a while, so it's like, oh, I'm rusty. Mm-hmm. I went back thinking like the the Batman Arkham days where a Triangle is. Like the dodge, but mm-hmm. nope. So I got hit a couple of times. Like, oh yeah, that's right. It's circle. So I had to kind of like retrain my brain to kind of get the controls back. So it, it just took me a minute. But how many hours did it take you to beat it? Two. Yeah, probably about two. Probably about two. Because I, I I think the first day I only played for like maybe a half hour, beat like the whole first part, and then last night what would take hour and a half, maybe two and a half total. So it didn't take me too long to beat, but it was it. Was, it was probably, I'd say it was worth it just to get me back into the game because I did like it. You get three new suits. I got all three. So it's like I'm still on point, still 100% in the game. So I just have to wait till November to see the turf. Do I get it? I think you should. If you like, if you beat the game, right? Yeah. I think just to continue it and see because it, it did end with a nice cliffhanger. Like I, I thought it was cool. Like I know. With that- a new villain? No. Okay. Perfect. I like a little cliffhanger. Hopefully, it picks up in the next round of DLC. I'm sure there's going to be something, something that's happening if you have to see the ending. Now we have the MPD for September. Greg, what do you got? It's like my favorite freaking article. Every month we get to do the top ten games sold, and um, let's see, we're still hanging on the list. Every month we get to like predict uh, where this single, this one game is going to land on the list. Every month it's Grand Theft Auto Five. I'll go six. You got six. I mean, I know the list. Yeah. So I can't have a. I can't have a guess yeah. on where it falls. But we always love to see exclusive games. We always love to see uh, what type of like how long Switch games are hanging on or X, any Xbox games that make the list. So this is always one of our best uh, columns of the month that we get to read out every month. It's the top ten best selling games for September. Number ten. Thank goodness this is doing well. Is NHL nineteen. It deserved it. Barely baby. hanging on. It deserved yeah. it, baby. Number nine, Super Mario Party. Number eight, Destiny 2 is back for some reason in the charts. I guess maybe it came out with an expansion yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. Number seven, Forza Horizon 4. Number six, give it a fist Hurrah. bump, baby. Madden 19. Damn it. <laughs> so it's number five. <laughs> number five, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I hate life. 
Number four, FIFA 19. Sam is just shaking his head. He knows it's in the top three, and he's like, I can't believe after five years. Number three, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Number two, NBA 2K19. Number one, Spider-Man. It's finally off the list. It did not make the list. In Holy shit! First time in forever. The whole podcast. First time? No, no, no. It's it's once or twice it hasn't really? been on there. Yeah, but first time that we can remember. I can't tell you when the last time, it was dude. On. Every it's been on the list every damn time. I'm shocked. Yeah, Spider Man is number one for September. What did it come out? It came out September seventh, yeah. so it had almost the whole month to sell. So of quite, and I think the obvious Between answer that is number and one. the DLC just coming out. Mm-hmm. But September twentieth, I think, was Mario Party. So like, kudos to Mario Party for, for hanging on for getting into the top ten with only like ten days. Spider Man has the biggest launch month of any PlayStation exclusive ever. That includes all the Uncharted. That includes The Last of Us. That includes. God of War. Devil May Cry. Devil May everything. Well, Devil May Cry is not a PlayStation exclusive. Well, it was until so, the uh, No, recent. PlayStation 4 exclusive. This is the oh, PlayStation okay, okay. 4 exclusive. So this is like huge news that Spider-Man outdid them all. And that includes Uncharted 4 and that includes God of War. So we know that the how, how much of a scope Spider-Man has to the casual fan because like everybody wanted to dive in. But it also speaks to the quality because this game is still, in my opinion... The best game of the year. Well, and you and you figure, you know, it's like Infinity War, which is recently out. Like we're in, we're still in superhero mode, so it's really no surprise. To <laughs> we're going to be in superhero mode for a long time. Yeah. Well. Oh, God willing, that yeah. as long as nothing dips too much. Yeah. Resident Evil, Resident Evil Zero, and Resident Evil Four are all coming to Nintendo Switch in 2019. <sighs> you smell that. You guys same. don't deserve it. <laughs> you smell that, Sam. That's you don't just deserve it. that's just Capcom reprinting money. For but why old games that are going to be released on a new platform that people like me stupidly get excited over? This is news that you should not be happy no, about. You, you should, because I, I'm, I'm pissed. Instead of Resident Evil Eight, or instead of releasing Resident Evil Seven on Switch, they're going back to the well with the big three zero. Well, they should have two on there, but I don't think the remake's coming to Switch. Is they're going with the the? I'm assuming they're doing with the HD remaster of one. Then they're going Resident Evil Zero, which I have actually never played, so that'll be fun for me. But then my all time favorite Resident Evil and one of my top 20 games of all time resident evil 4 and this is why i'm excited not because i'm going to own it on the ninth console because if you need it on you have it on ps4 fidelity machine i got yeah. it right here on ps4 i have it on wii i have it on ps2 Just wasted money i have for it on, you I have it on gamecube for. have it on gamecube because it was originally supposed yep. to be a gamecube exclusive but i'm going to be able to play it for the first time on the go you're all schmucks there may have been a smash brothers final roster leak proceed at your own risk. Yeah, we are not going to announce it here. And I didn't look at it because I don't I didn't want look either. to know. I, I didn't look either. There is going to be You can't a give rumored, us one tease. You can't give us one. There's there's a rumored Smash Direct coming in the next two weeks. They say November 4th. You can't tease one November character that you think you saw an outline of? I didn't no look. Oh no! I thought maybe you heard. Maybe no, just, I didn't. I purposely okay, stayed away. Okay. I wanted to put it in the in the rundown today in case you wanted to go look. You can go ahead and do that. It's all over YouTube. Just we go don't to, like know. Game Explains channel. They'll probably have it. They definitely have it. I mean, I, I definitely saw they made a video about it. But I wanted to stay away because I like surprises. Yeah. And in this day and age with social media, it is very hard to be surprised, well, especially on Instagram. Like, would you scroll like? You be as you could get in yeah. one swipe. I love the um, that anticipation of the next Nintendo Direct. Yeah, and apparently a Smash Direct is coming soon. And uh, the last time there was a Smash Direct with Simon Belmont and King K. Rule announced the night before Simon Belmont was leaked. Yeah, and I didn't see it, but people can't just wait 
12 yeah. hours you yeah. waited yeah and I, and I saw it before i was like oh cool that, that's cool yeah so i'm yeah. staying away from all smash bros leaks but be on the lookout for a, a uh, direct coming in the next couple weeks jump force finally gets a release date february 15th yeah we're excited about that the day after valentine's day that, so you get to spend your sweetheart yeah. day with, with i would say yusuke your ladies out there it's a perfect valentine's day gift to get your man so don't forget about the guys because this is the holiday we get screwed on just being honest Team Sonic Racing delayed until May 21st. Yeah, 2019. So it's it was supposed to come out. Pino's birthday? Um, no, that is Murphy's birthday. I always, dude, I always get him. Pino's stuff. is the 19th, 19th. on the 17th. Yeah. Um, Team Sonic Racing is going to be a pretty – it's going to be a good follow-up to, to Sonic Racing All-Stars Transformed, which was a great racing game. It's just a shame that Sonic doesn't have all the characters, you know, or Sega doesn't have all the yeah. characters that Nintendo does with Mario Kart. But it's a good game, but it's you're just going to have to wait a little longer. Xbox Game Pass coming to PC. Yeah, so we know that the uh, Xbox Game Pass, $10, you get a billion freaking games at your fingertips. Now you're going to be able to do it on PC, which is pretty awesome for PC players. And it's the same price point, same mm-hmm. 10 bucks. Yeah, we don't know much else about it, though. That's awesome, though. Devil May Cry 5 Ultra Limited Edition will cost you eight grand. Up to eight grand. There's three different versions. There's three different versions. There's a fifty five hundred, a sixty five hundred dollar, and I want the coat. I want the coat. All three of them are coats. So uh you get the game, but you also get the in game coat worn by either V, Nero, or Dante. You want the I Dante want the, one. Because wa- oh, that's eight thousand dollars. It's only eight thousand dollars, Greg. It's not like we're still in a recession. Why not just spend the money and no, get it? The economy's in a perfect place exactly. to drop eight thousand dollars on a coat. It's a red coat. Yeah, you know what I'm going to be for Halloween next year? There is currently a Halloween event in Pokemon Go until November 1st. And I am excited. I've been playing it every day. Um, I'm catching Stunkies or Spunkies. It's like a purple Is there skunk. any Gastly's, Haunters? Yes, Gengars. I'll and, catch them in the wild. And there's cool. going to be um, there's going to be a Gengar-themed like Pokemon Go takeover or something soon, uh, which is pretty cool. And it's all ghost types. I mean, what's what we expect? Yeah, and I need some. Ghost, I need some ghost types. Gen four just released. Driftloom, that balloon. Yeah, because you, you don't see them that all. Like I don't. You I rarely don't. ever seen the freaking unless you went like, near a cemetery. The only time yeah. you saw a ghastly. And so I and I well, I already had a Gengar for like a couple years because yeah. I got lucky for the last Halloween event. I just caught ghastly after ghastly after ghastly and used all them sweet ass pinap berries. Maybe the ones that give you double candy. Yeah. Uh, but this is a cool little event. Um, they're also doing a bug event coming up soon for all you bug. Bug yeah, because in the wintertime, all the bugs are out. Yeah, yeah makes, 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 makes perfect makes sense. Makes perfect sense to me. Pokemon Go, you've been dead to me. New Pokemon Meltan gets an evolution named Melmetal. <laughs> Melmetal. Um, some people are saying Melmetal. They're really running out of names at I'm this like, point. <laughs> I'm like Melmetal. It's just melting metal just yeah, put together. That's, they are if, running out of names. You know, we saw that the, the new Pokemon, um, we saw Meltan and what he looked like. It was like the blob with the little kind of uh, kind of hexagon screw on top of it yeah looked a little silly ridiculous. this one just looks like a big version it's kind of <laughs> ridiculous looking they um, have no ideas left they do they have billions believe me uh and i do want to say though like clef key which was just a key chain yeah. i love yeah, you key. Loved, yeah. and there are some really cool inanimate object pokemon that i really love this is just not one of them i don't see how In i'm this. gonna be able to turn it around on the damn nut so <laughs> yeah. the hex nut the Intellivision Amco is coming you in try 2020. Again. You did it in the you did it in the pre-show. You got it right. 
Amico. There you go. Amico, there you go. All right. It just sounds, I, think Amico, I, I know. I, it just, it just sounds eye. weird to me. The Intellivision Amico is coming in 2020. And here's the weird part. So Intellivision was a game console manufacturer. Even before the NES, there was the Intellivision and the Intellivision 2. Uh, it had original games. But here's the craziest part about this. This it, new Intellivision system in 2020 is going to come with original games. It's not just going to be an App Store clone or a way to play old shit. It's going to have new original games, which sounds to me like it's going to blow up in its face. Well, well, they they have enough like space in between to kind of bring in some new ideas and kind of tweak the old. When's the last time you played a game that was not Nintendo, Xbox, or PlayStation? I'll give PC in there as well. Probably, it'd probably be PC. It was probably the Warhammer game. Yeah, yeah. But when's the last time you played a console that wasn't Xbox, Sony, or Nintendo? When's the last time you played no, an Atari? No, Game Boy is I don't have them. When's the last time you I played the an Atari Twenty Six Hundred? Dude, I couldn't even tell Exa- you. Exactly. So this thing's gonna blow up in all of our faces, and that's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be fun to watch. You go yeah, down. Yeah, we're not gonna spend our money on it. No, yeah. no, there's no possible way. We're gonna move into the movie section. We have some reviews for you, but our top three is gonna fall after this first review, which is gonna be for the film Bohemian Rhapsody, which I cannot wait to see. Uh, it is the Queen Freddie Mercury biopic. Bohemian Rhapsody is fun, but entirely superficial, playing it safe rather than trying to be as bold or brazen as its larger-than-life subject. It ultimately relies on the magnetism of Rami Malek's portrayal of Freddie Mercury and Queen's bombastic, beloved music to make up for its narrative shortcomings and by-the-numbers direction. The movie never quite digs as deep as what made Freddie, uh, into what made Freddie tick as it could have, focusing on how he made his music rather than the deep examination of his personal relationships. Five, five. Seven, three. Good. Um, and that's fine with me. You want to make a safe movie? Uh, okay, as long as it doesn't suck. Here's where I'm at with this. As long as we heard that Remy was good, I'm happy. As, right, as long as Freddy yeah. was portrayed well, right? And also, we know that this movie had some controversy because yeah. we know uh, that... Brian Snyder. Brian Snyder had he gotten fired from the movie. We know Rami Malek was not the first choice Brian to play... Singer, Fre- excuse Did me. I say yeah. No, I said it. Yeah. Um, was not the first choice to play... Uh, Freddie Mercury, Rami Malek. Yeah. So I think it was uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was supposed to yeah, play him. Out. Um, yeah. So it, there's a lot of controversies movie, and I get it. They didn't want to take a lot of risks because they had uh, a limited budget to work with, yeah. and they're finding a new director and all that stuff. So I think I kind of understand it. It sucks that it's the at the behest of the moviegoer, but if this is a good, all I'm looking yeah. for is a seven. Yeah, and I think it's it's all you needed. It's yeah. going to make the money. It's who doesn't love Queen and Freddie Mercury? I, I know we some have- people. Very, very few. Unfortunately, Queen's one of my top ten bands of all time, and probably my favorite. We'll call it. We'll call it classic rock. It's not classic yeah. rock, but it's before like, it's our like, time, it's like disco rock. It's 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 uh, bands before our time. Yeah, they're they're my favorite band yeah, of all time of before course. our time. Them, Beach Boys, and probably Squeeze, and then like the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, but yeah, uh, we have our top three this week, which is going to be our top three Queen songs. Yeah. Number three, I'll lead off with another one bites the dust. Which their bassist John Deacon basically recorded all the instruments himself for this song. That's awesome. And who doesn't love this friggin' song? Uh, me. You don't love an all points of dust? Not even in my top ten. I feel bad for you. It's not a bad song. 
just because it's not in the top 10. I just don't love it like I love a lot of other Queen songs, oh, including it. my number three, which is the most obvious number three anybody's ever had. But it is Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah, it is, what is that? Oh, okay. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. That's coming later it's for low. me. Gotcha. I love it. Um, yes, and I love it too. But this is how much I love Queen is I love two more songs more than I love Bohemian. And I think of, you know, when I think of Bohemian Rhapsody, I think of the car scene in Wayne's World. Um it is okay. one of the I most, wouldn't go, I wouldn't go there, it's but like, okay. That's where I learned the song. It's yeah. from Wayne's World and watching Wayne's World a million times growing up. And, I never I never yeah. dude, that was one film that I didn't love as much as everybody I else. I love Wayne's World. I just think it was okay. A gun wreck. It just uh, never did it for me. It's so good. I was more of a basketball kind of guy. <laughs> Baseball's not bad. Um Wayne's World was before that though. Yeah, I know. Um and I think All it was the somewhere films were before I, us. I didn't even understand the words, right? Um but then watching Mike Myers and uh, Dana Carvey kind break of it down. break that yeah. down and like Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me, knowing that Beelzebub is just another yeah. kind of term for the devil. Like it's genius writing first and foremost, but it was fun to see it come to life uh, in in Wayne's world of all places. But it's just a, it's a incredible yeah. song. My number two will be, I, I it has to, to me, they're one song. It's We Will Rock You, We Are the Champions. Two Obvious. songs, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah but two very, very different songs. We Will Rock songs. You, it goes... It's a minute and 40 seconds. I don't need to be, you have to be over two minutes to get a damn song. And every time you hear, it's almost back to back when you hear these songs, even on radio stages, they usually play them back to back. And just from my love from Revenge of the Nerds, just here, it was, to me, that was like, it was probably almost my number one just because of that movie. Yeah. Um, two songs. It's so one. You cheated. No, it's one. Uh, Under Pressure for me, featuring David Bowie, is yeah. my number two. Uh, my number four. <laughs> nice good and and i love the influence bowie had on this song we clearly know what vanilla ice almost kind of maybe did with the and, song and, and they clashed on that song yeah. too there's a lot of there's a lot of controversy stuff that was swept that. under the rug on that one uh but i just love the lyrics of that song and then the message behind it so yeah. a fantastic song that's catchy as all hell yeah my number one is bohemian rhapsody just the journey that freddie takes you on of like a six different musical styles of kind of just weaving it back and forth it's a freaking masterpiece it is a masterpiece in music and uh, my number one and oddly enough that we're equating all these songs to movies but the the song always loved this song but never like got amped about it until i saw it in Shaun of the dead which was don't stop me now where they're okay. where they're hacking yeah. zombies in the head to the rhythm of the song yeah. don't stop me now it's yeah. just so funny yeah, that's that a good scene song. but it is my favorite queen song and i just love first of all i love the energy it brings i love the harmonies in the background because all those dudes could just wail yeah. uh and it was a, but no one could wail like freddie no freddie is a unique voice and still if i could meet one person ever it would be freddie Mercury. And, I'm, and i'm interested to see how Rami looks with them buck teeth. Like I only saw like little clips of it because he could have had surgery to fix them. And he said he, he was just too afraid it was going to affect his voice and he never got the surgery. To yeah. Fix them. It's, it's yeah. dude. Freddie lived a life, man. He lived yeah. a very, very, yeah. very unique life, but there are top three favorite queen songs. As we go into the other movie review we have this week, which is the girl in the spider's web, uh, is a leaner, pulpier screened adventure for Elizabeth Salander, one that places her in the forefront while relegating journalist Michael Bloomquist to the second banana. It offers an interesting foe in the form of Lizbeth's own sister Camilla, her mirror image in a way. Although it adopt or I'm sorry, although it opts to keep its focus more on the action and suspense set pieces rather than letting Salander the Salander sisters share the screen together for far too long. Seven five? Seven oh. I'm kind of disappointed because I wanted Daniel Craig to come back after he did the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah. I wanted Rumi Mara to come back because the first one kind of blew me out of the water. I wasn't expecting it to be that good. I wanted to read the trilogy books. I know the guy kind of died halfway down the fourth one, so we'll probably never get that. But I think I have to see this one because it's still the second of 
you know, it's, it's still a sequel. It's still kind of continuation, but yeah. Wonder Woman 1984 has been delayed to 2020. Which I, I kind of... a good thing. No, I can't blame them because there's a lot of movies coming out to 2019 and they mm-hmm. kind of didn't want to focus on it. Rather, lock down a date in 2020 where you can kind of have more room to breathe rather than competing with three other big movies. Well, that's not even the reason they did it, too. They said the reason they did it. Um, and they said the reason is Wonder Woman 1 was a summer blockbuster. They wanted to move Wonder Woman 2 to the summer because yeah. it was, what, November? But I think, again, that's a backwards thing of look at sure. all the movies they were going to compete with. Yeah, like, you can you message don't, it You don't want to say that. Like, yeah. oh, we're afraid of all the movies. You can't say that. You have to be confident in your film. But I know why they did it. You can message it any way you yeah. want. But yeah. I, I do see the point. But um, it also and does it, this Does this kind of give you uh, – you see through the bullshit? No. Oh, that – and also it gives more time for DC to kind of figure out what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, to set up their future because, you know, we have Aquaman – actually – Next month, we have Shazam. Shazam in May or March. So it's like, I think they're kind of setting up the chess pieces and figuring out where they're going to go from there. Is Shazam the only DC movie in the world 19. of DC in 19? Because yeah. Birds of Prey, is that 19? I think it was rumored, but that'd be because they, they haven't started filming yet. So that would be a very fast turnaround. I think Suicide Squad was a pretty fast turnaround from the time it started filming. It was, but I still think that could be, unless, unless this script is, is perfect mm-hmm. and everything goes right. I don't think it's coming out in 19. I think it's just going to be Shazam. Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans has been announced for 2019. Yeah, the Blu-ray uh, bonus features leaked. I watched the minute. Like, they're, they play both intros, and they're both kind of going back and forth. Like, just give us season six of Teen Titans. We don't... Who gives a shit about Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans? Teen Titans Go to the movies did well. You no, know, it did. And I, I think I might actually buy it eventually. We'll just wait till Good it gets a little cheaper. But I just give us the season six. We we all want a season six. Now, you're, now we don't know what they're going to do. There's basically no information whether they're going to do an episode, a movie. Is it going to be seasons like kind of mixed in? Just just give us the damn season six. There was also a trailer for Reign of the Superman. Yeah, and I, I did watch it. Again, it's it's the sequel to the the Death, Death of, Superman, of Superman, which we watched. And we I believe we both enjoyed um, it was way better than the one that kind of Bruce Tim did back in, I believe, 07. It's just a continuation. Again, I don't like Rain Wilson as the voice of Lex Luthor. I just don't think he has – he just tries to be, like, funnier. That's I just don't think – I don't know. I'm just not a Rain Wilson fan. I'm not the office kind of guy that everyone loves him for. But, again, I'll buy this movie Blu-ray day one. The Hollywood Reporter reports that the Joker film has found its Bruce Wayne. Sort of. I still, again, they're doing, like, the Gotham thing. Like, everyone's, like, Bruce Wayne's this kid and all his villains are all 30 and 20-something. So they have Dante Pereira Olsen has been cast as young Bruce Wayne, and he is very young. Uh, Long before donning the black cowl and becoming Batman, Pereira Olsen and Joaquin Phoenix both starred in the recent film You Were Never Really Here. So they have been on screen together. Also, Douglas Hodge, a British actor who actor who started Sir Robert Loxley in the 2010 adaptation as Robin Hood is set to play Albert Pennyworth. So again, they have the old Joker, which is like, he's not a super old Joker, and then they have child Batman. It's like they can almost just do whatever they want, fuck continuity yeah, yeah. or fuck well, it, movies. It, it's, it's the Gotham thing. I understand, obviously, I'd like to have Alfred. I always, I, I always like Alfred. I don't care. Well, putting young Bruce Wayne in the movie takes the focus off of Batman and keeps it on the Joker. So I understand it. It's a Joker movie. Yeah, it's not a Batman yeah, movie. Exactly. So but I, I just it. don't like that he's just a kid. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's too much of an age difference. But I, whatever. I agree. I 100% I'm agree. I'm going to see the movie regardless. Zack Snyder has plans for a much different ending. Had plans for a much different ending to the Justice League. Yeah. And, and again, it was like when um, Kevin Smith, the his podcast, Fat Man on Batman, a couple months ago, where they had the 
the lady saw a different film and they're kind of talking about it and blah 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 and like you see dark side and at the end he basically that was like the end cut for the next justly part two was dark side you see dark side at the end and i think that would have made they just didn't let him his his plan fully kind of fruition they kind of just saw the negativity and then just oh, oh, out and then with obviously all his does that issues. does that create a rift between him and Joss? Because that was probably Joss had some probable influence on that. He did, but I don't know because I I think they were both they both said kind words about each other. And one of my favorite scenes of the Justice League movie was right in the beginning was the Gotham scene of Batman when he goes fights. When you there. see Henry Cavill's up front, no, like, you know, face no, right up was, front was, on the cell phone video, whereas mustache you not see there, Batman in Gotham just sitting there fighting the one of the the hell on demons. the rooftop, yeah. and and I thought it was a Zack Snyder. And come to find out, it was Joss Whedon's idea, mm-hmm. which that was his best idea of the whole film. Was right in the in the first eight minutes of the film. Yeah. So it's just a shame that we never we'll never get Zack Snyder's full vision because I would have loved to see Dark Side. Kevin Feige says that an Avengers four trailer is coming this year, which we kind of knew. Yeah. But the question is when. I, I've been trying to think when could it come? Maybe like Thanksgiving because everyone likes that Thanksgiving During football, football. Games? Who? I don't know a damn family who's not watching football on Thanksgiving. That's been our family tradition since I was a kid. That's a that's a really good time. Right? Um, is there another Marvel movie coming out before Captain Marvel? No, no. right? That's in March, so um Yeah, Captain Marvel. I, I, I Thanksgiving would be a fine a fine time. Right? That or like what big movies? Or soon because this news came out. It could be very soon. It could be, but Thanksgiving isn't could be Halloween. No, nah, Halloween in a couple it's days. Maybe it's the Justice League trailer. Maybe it's the Spider Verse trailer. Justice League trailer or the, or the Aquaman trailer. Uh-huh. The Aquaman trailer or the the animated Spider Man film, just to kind of draw hype to get people to go see. Yo, guys, that one. By the way, you know, just just thinking of marketing plans between DC and Marvel. Well, well, the, the Spider Man one is, is a separate. I'm, I'm just thinking of Super. Is... Yeah, that. But then you have the Spider Man the animated movie, into just to Spider-verse. get people to go into that. Here's this trailer before that film. Why not get to get people to go? I, I'm I'm just thinking of ideas. Is that right? gonna have a, is that gonna have a full theatrical release yeah, into the Spider Verse? I, I I one I don't like I don't like the animation. I don't know. It's a lot of different it, animation it's, styles. It's, it's like cartoony. It's, it reminds me of Teen Titans Go, and I I just don't like he it. Hates Teen Titans I just go. don't like it. It's not my cup of tea either. Catherine Langford of Thirteen Reasons Why joins the Avengers Four cast. She was the main girl in Thirteen Reasons Why. And you you saw the show, right? She did. Ashley did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's I I, I, don't, I don't know anything about this. But I don't even know that show. Uh, um, it's this show about like suicide that's on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Christ, you could you could tell me Arnold Schwarzenegger. Anyone's in this movie. You got my money, guys. Yeah, we don't know the role she'll be in, but one would assume it'll be a minor, minor. I minor did hear role. a rumor that um, I don't even I don't even text you anything, but that possibly Thanos may not even be the big bad villain in this movie. That he could be kind of. We know that he's hurt and injured. He could be taking the time because another Marvel book has been spiking. I forget the guy's name. But yeah, there's that. Look yeah, that up. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pass on that one too. Well, you know. We'll find out. Lucasfilm officially says that the rumored Boba Fett film is, quote, quote 100% dead. They're just disappointed of the solo film. It, it didn't make the money they wanted. And they, they know that they kind of have to take a step back. Solo, a Star Wars story, is the first uh, Star Wars film I never saw and have not bought. Yeah, it's the one I don't own yet either. I don't own it. and I, I plan to, but not at $20. I Maybe a Black Friday sale or something? Yeah, maybe I see it at Walmart for 10 bucks. Maybe yeah. I pick it up. What about 12 Sorry, Sean. 12 Nope, too 14, much. 14 No, too 11? much. 11? 10. 11. 
1069 is too much. Oh, then tax, because you're tax, you're looking at over 11. Disney is eyeing a Pirates of the Caribbean reboot, but with the Deadpool writers. Would this be a darker PG-13? No, but this movie is it's too Caribbean? soon to even reboot. Like, Well, that's what they do. I know, but I'm just... I'm getting tired of it, I and, think. But it wouldn't have Johnny Depp. Of course, so it you would can't be, have a Johnny Depp. It, it would he totally, made enough money. He made, what, five? He, he made enough. It would totally reboot the franchise. It would. It I, just would have the name. I just think it's too soon. Like, the name carries a lot of, of weight. Of course, because the a couple of them made over a billion dollars. And the first two are great films. Yeah, and you know, even the last one, it wasn't as great as, as the rest of them, but it still made money. Well, anything I, with Pirates I, of the I, hey, The writers are good. Money. I just think it's too fast of a reboot. Like, oh, this this... It's rumored to be written by. So this is a 2022 movie Easy. minimum. So I, well, by I'm sure then, Jerry Bruckheimer will be back. <laughs> by then, it's four years, yeah. five years since the last but one. But still, so. though, it's like, God damn, give us at least 20 years. 20 damn years? We're going to be 50. That's fine. 50, Sam. Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, that Johnny Depp back in my day was a Captain Jack Sparrow. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong casts Alexander Skarsgård, but the role is unknown. Not Bill Skarsgård, not the guy his, who played his brother, Pennywise. His older brother, yeah, it's Alexander and I Schreiber, like he was who he, was in True Blood. I think. He was a good in True Blood. He played you know one of the, the cool vampires, and he was he was um, Tarzan in the movie with Margot Robbie. So he's definitely been in a few high pro- profile movies. Don't matter who you cast in this movie, we're seeing Godzilla vs. Kong. I can't fucking wait for Godzilla. Versus Long time Scott. coming. My Hero Academia is going to get a live action film that's reportedly already in development from Legendary Entertainment. That's good to hear. And everything I hear from this this anime is really good. This is one that on my list that I have to watch. So I'm excited. LeBron James Spring Hill Entertainment is in talks to produce a reboot of Friday the 13th. Didn't we just get a reboot? Like no, a that was Halloween. Friday the 13th or Friday the 13th with Jason Voorhees. We haven't had one in a long time. Yeah, long, Jared long, Padalecki long time. was was Friday the 13th, wasn't it? That's Freddy Krueger. No. No, I, that was, dude, I'm telling you, within the last 10 years, there's a reboot. Friday the 13th, just, we have Just type in, in Jared Padalecki. He's a guy who's in Supernatural, because I remember seeing it. That was, I think, supposed to be a reboot of Friday the 13th, if I'm not mistaken. Jared Padalecki. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 07? I, I know that guy. 08. Uh, 09. Even worse! Like, not even 10, 10 years! years. It was ten, it'll be 10 years by the time this comes out. Too many reboots. You couldn't have just made a sequel. It'll I don't ten. know. Oh, I know this dude. Yeah. I know that guy. A lot in, of things. Yeah, one, I think it was in One Tree Hill or some crap, or Sis Gilmore Girls. He was in something, but... He's Sam. Dude, I hate the it's clickbait. I hate the clickbait shit on this title. The, the, everywhere you look, LeBron James to produce it. It's his fucking company. Yeah, I know company. that he is obviously funds that company. And, and So he technically is definitely like connected yeah. to it. But it's not LeBron James going to people and saying, yo, I want to be a part no, of this. Here's no, a boatload of cash. But his name brings... People have you ever heard of Spring Hill Entertainment? No, I have exactly. not. I have not. But it, that's exactly. what. No, but that's why they use his name, LeBron James. You're, right. You, people type in LeBron. You type in that name on Google. Right. Bam! This movie pops up. Right, along with that sex video he did in 09. Oh, geez. Guillermo del. Don't sue us. That was a joke. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro is set to co-direct a stop motion dark version of Pinocchio for Netflix. This will be the first film he's done since The Shape of Water. Yeah. So they're, they're, Netflix is definitely going darker, especially with the release of the Sabrina that just happened. So I mean, this, and the House on Haunting yeah, Hill or whatever, which I will never watch. Even I, I just people like, are getting like fucking you know, I re- traumatized. I read that, that it, it took nine months to shoot. The actors like, yeah, we barely slept. It was kind. Of, we were all in a weird space. I was like, well, I will never watch this friggin' show. She wants to watch it. I'm like, can we watch it like 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not on rainy <laughs> not days. On sunny not day. on a not on a, not on a day <laughs> like today. No. 
Nothing at all. But okay, that's I just don't see my Pinocchio in that dark, but okay. Brad Pitt and Rachel Wise may be cast in the third Kingsman film, which apparently already has a name called The Great Game. And I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. Brad Pitt's a badass and, and Rachel Wise. I loved her in the first uh was it the trilogy of the mummy with yes. Brendan Fraser. Yes. I I thought she was great and she was in that one uh thriller with her now husband, Daniel Craig. I forget it, but it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Uh can't, can't forget the name. I watched The Meg. And it's on my movie section, which means it's not my pick of the week. He's uh, saving it for next week, baby. Or when he can't think of one. <laughs> this show, or this movie, was just about as average as it gets. Dude, dude it was Deep Blue Sea. It was right there was, with him. Yeah. I'm telling you. It, I enjoyed Deep Blue Sea a little bit more. Um, this this just wasn't good. The I We know it was made by a Chinese company. Of course. And uh, that it like shoves it down your if face. If you're making a movie called The Meg about a prehistoric Megalodon shark, which I still think there's freaking some out there because there's we only explored like 7% of the freaking world's ocean. You you go deep. Go go down there. Go fit. Go. Oh, yeah. Through the riff in the current and whatever, however the hell the but, Megs got but, Megs because there was the little even, baby Meg and then the mama Meg. Um. Joe Rogan had Neil deGrasse Tyson. He said he actually liked that idea of like that that like layer you had to go through. Was I actually thought that was a good idea? Like yeah. to hear Neil say that because you know he crapped all yeah. over Star good, Wars. Good he, for Neil deGrasse he crapped Tyson. on Titanic with the scene when it sunk. That the stars are wrong for him to say that. I was like, I'll take it. I'll take it for the Meg. Uh, the Meg was just like a complete five out of ten. But it was worth seeing. No, you you would say it was worth seeing. Wow. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wow. Here's what I will say. Come from a guy who watches I love sharks. sharks and tornadoes. I know. I Unbelievable. So I just love sharks just, Your credibility general. done for me. I love sharks in general. What, what I will say about this movie is um, not that it's not worth seeing. It totally is. I it's don't that, think I like Rain Wilson. I the, think I don't like him in anything I've ever seen him in. It's that it. I totally felt the hour 50 minute runtime. So I didn't feel anything. I totally felt it, dude. It was dragging me down. I was like, how much longer is fucking movie? Sharknado. That's an hour and 20 minutes of just and pure fun. And after 25 fun. minutes? It's fun, it's fun? Okay. It's fun. Okay. This movie wasn't fun. It had some cool scenes. It had a lot of cool scenes. I liked the the one where the whale, and then they like get, get onto the whale because yeah. the whale was eaten. Um, and then the yeah. one where they thought they got the Meg, but they actually got the whale. It was like, cause it's cool because the Meg is so big. Um, uh, uh, Jason Statham was good. He was really good. Yeah. Um, I liked the the Chinese actress who the main actress, the lead actress. I, she was I, she was probably one of the best actors in the whole film. Yeah, she was good. Um, Ruby was Rose. Just, Ruby Rose was fun. <laughs> Ella, not Ella. Was, uh, Deep Lucy. The guy from Rain um, Wilson stinks. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't know. Like I think that's one of the main reasons he was why I haven't watched The Office. He was in Weeds. It's him. I just I, maybe if it's his face, you his can. acting. I did, I'm just not a fan of his. The fat guy got eaten. No spoilers. Yeah. It was just, it was okay. It was yeah. just a completely acceptable movie. Would I watch it again for her? Sure. If she wanted to watch it, I'd say, honey, sure. I, like I always said, it's worth a watch. It's I've definitely watched... worth a watch. It's just, it, I felt it's runtime. I saw the happening. Nothing will take that away. So anything is better than that. Um, I just, I thought the hour and 50 was just way too long. You could have chopped 30 off. I'm of sure, it. I'm sure you could have. Totally could have. I would have got rid of half of Rain Wilson's freaking screen time and I would have been fine. All right. Anyway, so the box office for this week, the top 10 movies uh, for the box office in this week was number 10, climbing up from number 15 at $2.1 million, The Old Man and the Gun. Number nine, falling from number seven at $3.4 million is The Bad Times at the El Royale. Number eight, hanging on the list, falling from number six at four point nine million, is Night School. Seven point, I'm sorry, f- number seven, falling from number five at six point five million, is Smallfoot. 
Number six, climbing from number nine, two movies climb. Uh, the Hate You Give at 7.6 million. Number five, falling from number three is First Man at 8.3 million. Hanging at number four at $9.7 million is Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween. Now, we had guessed last week that it was going to stay the top two and then Halloween was going to yeah. take it. Well, so we thought it was going to be I Halloween, know Halloween takes it. Venom. And then A Star is Born. Maybe they switched. Venom is number three, falling from yeah. number one at $18 million, making $1 million more, staying at number two at $19 million as A Star is Born. And number one, clearly and obviously, at $76.2 million, a smash hit opening weekend for Halloween. I believe it was the highest grossing female lead of a horror story. And In the was, month of October, yeah. second week release date when it was raining on a Tuesday? No, it was Wednesday. Oh, it was actually it was an early Thursday. Release. <laughs> you can find you and I have broken a record for most episodes by a podcast with the that start with the letter W and have an ampersand in the name. So exactly. I mean, good for us. We yeah. broke a record for most downloads. But hey, good for them. It was well deserved. Revenge of Chucky comes out this week on October twenty eighth. November first is my boy or her boyfriend's secret. November second, Bohemian Rhapsody. Then Surprisia. Nutcracker in the Four Realms, Boy Erased, Nobody's Fool, Prospect, Bodied, and Time Trap. I, I would like, obviously, I think Halloween is still going to take the number one, but I would yeah. love to see Freddie Mercury take the number two I, spot. I, I kinda, would love to see that. I kind of think Bohemian might, like, by like, um, by like, no, like, take it by like a million bucks or less. I hope. I, I think as that, long as it gets number two, I'm happy. I want to see them do good at launch. Time. By the skin of its ass, I think that By Bohemian, the skin of his buck teeth, yeah. I hope he makes it. <laughs> I think that he could take the number one spot. We wish you well, Freddie, in all your future endeavors. Moving to the television section, Sam, we have a review for Castlevania Season 2 on Netflix. In a time when most studios still can't seem to figure out how to properly translate video games to film and TV, Castlevania emerges as the new gold standard. Season 2 builds on the foundation of the brief first season Season, expanding the world and introducing more compelling nuanced characters caught up in Dracula's war. It manages to be faithful to the source material while still making big changes where necessary and emphasizing character growth over mindless action. 8-5. Now we know the first season, I watched the first four episodes out of eight, I didn't have enough time to finish it, but we know the first season had four episodes, this season has eight, and and I would definitely agree with that, they introduced more characters in the show, some more vampires. So it's kind of so far, it's been a slow burn. It hasn't been as much bloody action as for so far from the first season. How many in, are you in? Three? Just four. I watched four. the first four, four, four. So I had four left. So the ending of four was the most action so far of the first four episodes. And again, it was its bloody gory self, which was freaking awesome. And again, a, a main character that was introduced kind of dies in an awesome way. But again, each character is kind of getting their own time to shine. We, we know that Dracula is kind of... He's emotional. Something happens. So he's kind of in like a funk, I'll say. Mm-hmm. So then you're kind of seeing, still seeing Belmont. And you kind of still see Elucard kind of trying to find their way, trying to see what they could do to, to kill Dracula. Because he's gathering basically an army. He wants to wipe out all humans. And his other party is kind of like, well, that's our livestock. We can't kill everyone. So there's, there's a rift there in the family and it's telling an awesome story. I cannot wait to go and finish this. All like 20, 30 minute episodes. And, 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 and it's, all, it's only, I think it was 25. The most episode was 26 minutes. It's, I never looked at my phone once. When I never have to look at my phone, you have my attention. I know you're a good show. Yeah. That's how I felt about my pick of the week coming up in a little bit. Um, I definitely recommend you hang on for the yeah. pick of the week. I think it's going to be out there for me. But Castlevania, the animation holds up well. Oh, 100%. Again. Because the first season looked beautiful. It was. And I, I believe I tweeted you or I sent you a picture of the photo, the 
the main actor, the main voice actor who does Dracula, basically conf- he he only him says confirmed that Netflix is picking up for a third season. Yeah. So that that's a good sign. And they'd be stupid not to, especially with some of the news we have in a minute. Netflix like looks looks to be canceling a lot of shows that they don't internally produce yes, because produced exactly. by somebody else. Looks like they're going to be getting rid of it. But we also have Making a Murderer season two. Making a Murderer simply doesn't have the same impact at season two that it had the first time around. Part of that is simply the lack of novelty. Viewers know this story intimately now, and there's not much new to add three years later. But the series also fails to satisfactorily address the criticisms of season one when it comes to being a one-sided narrative. Barring any major developments in the years to come, perhaps it would be best if season three moves on to new territory. Ooh. Six, eight. Five, eight. Okay. Um, I watched, we watched season two. Yeah. We gave up. Oh, not even finishing. And we love yeah, the first season. I think it was your pick of the week one week. We love the first yeah. season. We love murder mysteries. We love documentaries. Just didn't, ha- just didn't and have it. it was boring. Well, so you, so you agree with the... Well, well, we know the story. This this review, actually, I agree with every single thing they said. It is still kind of one-sided. Um, it is definitely, definitely just... How many episodes did you get? You get, you get n- not even half. So it's it's... We know... Because we read the what story. What was better, this or the Meg? The Megan Murder doesn't have sharks. <laughs> so the Meg. The Meg okay, so have sharks. I just want to hear you say the words the Meg. Okay. I didn't say it. I, I know, didn't but, say it. I didn't so say what's... It. You finished the Meg, so clearly states that it's the Meg. <laughs> uh, again, it's just... it's we, we read the stories online. We know everything that's happened. I know the latest updates on the trial. So nothing yeah. that this documentary is going to do is going to sway me. And even when they... Um, even when they like go into the detail of how he could have done this crime and they recreate it and those stuff, I know the outcome because I read the paper. Yeah, you know. So anybody who's read the the stories and kept up with it, this is not going to hit for you. But if you're like, you turn yourself off to season one, well, you didn't read a damn thing online, and you pick well, it back up, you might. Learn well, that's something. like the OJ trials. Even if you know everything that's happening, everyone raved about the show. David Schwimmer and it everyone was so like great. That. Yeah, it was a great Same. show because they. Well, they first of I'm all, just, I'm just kind of trying to get paired where you know everything. Yeah, you but know. that's irrelevant because of how much the OJ case had on America. That had an impact oh. on mass America. This has he a mass. Had the Heisman. This has an impact on Mid- Mitawak County, yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. So it's a little different yeah. from scope. I got you. Makes sense. Uh, and he, also, Stephen Avery, not a former NFL player. Our, this is going to be our <laughs> weekly dose of Titans talk. Before we get into it, because I'm caught up. I've saw. I've seen all three episodes, including Hawk and Dove and Origin. Um, so we're both through the first three episodes yeah. looking forward to next week's. Um, I have a commitment to myself that I'm going to see the episodes that drop on Friday before we tape on Saturday it's, so we can both talk about it. And it's it. good to hear you watch it because at first you're like, I'll watch when it when it's all out there. Well, I, I just – I wanted a new show. Yeah. And um, – But ain't it nice just watching one a week though? Like I kind of like it. I love it. I, that's what I told you. I prefer this format. I prefer the Hulu format over the Netflix format because it gives me something to look forward to. Yeah. And it also stops me from binging. Yeah. As much as I love binging, um, I'm going to have plenty of time to do that over the next yeah. couple months. So I just – I prefer this rollout. I want to just say though that uh, originally Titans was 12 episodes, but multiple sources have said they're only going to do 11 we don't know if that's the truth or not because you know IMDb has twelve, um, Geek Den has twelve. I thought I, thought I even saw a lot of other I people. I even, I maximum saw, twelve. I could have sworn I saw thirteen and eleven. No, so eleven is definitely out there. Thirteen is out there because they're already counting pilot episode of season two. 
Like the first Are season they? two, yeah. I, I'm trying to think on the DC streaming service. I thought they had 13 episodes planned out. I will definitely double check for next week, but I'm pretty sure it was 13. Most places have 12, although some places only have 11. A lot of those places I saw that have 11 are overseas, so maybe they're cutting out an episode. I don't know. But just as we kind of move forward in this, we don't even know how many episodes. Next week, I get. will take a picture of my DC streaming service, and we will know what it has because I'm I could have sworn it said 13. I would say that max or max twelve, even like I uh, IMDb but, and Wikipedia. But thirteen, have 12. I'd be perfectly okay with kind of sticking with the Daredevil format with thirteen episodes because um, they have a lot of story to tell. They do have a lot of story to tell, and we t- we got a lot of it in this week's yeah. episode origin. We found a lot about Dick Grayson, and and you know. This is probably not news to you, any of this stuff, but we found a lot about Dick Grayson's uh, origin story, even more. We even saw Bruce Wayne. Yeah, you see his shadow in the background. You can see the back of his head, too, and from, you know, when his voice. So, like, we don't know who, there is no actor who's playing Bruce Wayne, but the the title was, the episode was Origins. So you see some Dick Grayson, you see a little early stuff of Raven. Mm -hmm. They're just setting everything up. You learn a lot about Starfire yeah, you and see, her origin. You, you get to see how you finally use more of her powers. Mm-hmm. And you and you see Beast Boy and Raven come together without them knowing that they're... You basically had the team together for yeah. the first time. In an in arcade the, in the, in, bowling alley. Exa- in bowling the same arcade. place, which was kind of cool to yeah. see Gar's kind of finally going to be finally introduced. And in the preview for the next episode, we will see more of Beast Boy. Yeah, we will see a lot more of Beast Boy. We'll see a lot more of, of a lot of people. Yeah. I know there was um, they, good music in this episode. That was one yeah. thing that jumped at me. I found my my toe was tapping a little bit. So um, for me, because I was – when Sam did his impressions last week, I had just watched episode one. And I watched episode two on Sunday last week, so after we recorded. So I just want to point out that Hawk and Dove, uh, specifically episode two, uh, the, the Hawk and Dove from this show. Because I know that this is a very different yes, Hawk very and Dove different, than we normally get in the DC continuity. This is my favorite I think it's version. I'm pretty sure it's everyone's favorite version. And this is Hawk specifically has made his way to the top of my DC heroes list. Not like number one. I, I, just, I really love this version. I hope this show DC is kind of writing a new Hawk and Dove, a more kind of gritty version of it. I, yeah. I think it needs it. Cause I Hawk and Dove the, has been quiet for years. I love the couple aspect. Yeah. I love that they're a couple and I love that Dick Grayson's a part of that couple that he was clearly diddling Minka Kelly b- before Hawk was. And there's that, that, uh, jealousy riff there yeah. between Hawk and, and Dick Grayson. I love that story. Minka Kelly, very good actress portrayal. I don't know the guy who plays Hawk. Alan from, Richardson. I, I know the name, but I mean, like, I don't remember him from things. Like, I know Minka Kelly from Friday Night Lights. Smallville. He's Aquaman. Yeah. Oh, cool. I really like him. And I really like them two together because he, they get the shit kicked out of each other. And they're there to, to, like, heal each other. Yeah, the season two cliffhanger was was freaking awesome. Like, I know the first two guys was Hawk and Dove in episode three. It was like, they had a brief scene. Which was very, very quick. Which I think was perfect. Was just enough that you needed because Dick had to go do something else. Yeah, now there's that menacing family. And again, we'll stay away from, like, major... Spoilers, but there's a menacing family of four that uh, you see in huge in episode two, and then a lot in episode three. Sans one of them. Um, yeah, he got. I mean, he got a little burnt up over the episode, but uh, but we understand why. Yeah. Um, the other family cooled off though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And you know, <laughs> don't ignite that joke. Uh, so. You know when we're when we look back on these three episodes because I'm fully invested in this show now. Okay, this is probably my they ha- favorite. They had me at hello. This so. is, but I'm not a DC yeah. like fan like you are. Yeah. I like DC stuff, just not as much as you. Yeah. This is my favorite TV show for superheroes that I've watched. 
Okay. Um, That's good to hear. Popular or unpopular yeah. opinion. I think this is better than Daredevil because I've only seen half of season one. So I don't have a lot to compare it to. Even though I've only it, seen it will, three episodes, and we'll get of this. to season three. In yeah, a minute. and and that's what I'm really excited for. Is Daredevil's probably going to be incredible, and I can't wait yeah. to watch the show. Uh, but we're going to wait I, until I am just so happy to see that. I know that I'm loving this show. Is I, I didn't think I was love it as much. Yeah. Like this episode was the least action packed out of the first two, which is fine. Like there, you still had your scenes in it, but I, I think it was the episode you needed to kind of push the story forward, push some characters forward, kind of. You know, you see Starfire trying to still find out who the hell she is, and you know we saw Wayne Manor, so it's like everything is going right for me in the show. Yeah, this is a really fucking good show. Yeah. It's just really, and, really good. And episode four is titled Doom Patrol. They show you the little tease at the end. Yeah, we have like Elastigirl and Mister Negative. I think his name Mr. is Mister Negative. And Robot Man, Robot Man, who is Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Just, just his voice. He's yeah. not doing the life. Uh, well, I know that, but. but I'm in. And then, you, you know, they're strapping Raven down to try and figure her out. And then uh, something happens. We don't know. I'm assuming Raven's powers. And you see Elastigirl is like a blob saying, get out. Yeah. So, like, I'm really excited to see that. First of all, Raven, I still subscribe that she reminds me so much of What's Her Nuts from the X-Men movie. The original X-Men movie. Sookie, what the hell's her name? Oh, um, Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin, yeah. That whole just the character of not understanding your power and what yeah. it can come well, from. Well, and she... She, she is obviously we know she's having trouble controlling her powers yes, and very much so and i think i was right on in the from the first episode my review is yeah what is probably going and, to happen and we know that trigon is coming and we know that he is that his influence is spreading out now there was also uh an old man in this la- latest episode that had some sort of device that, yeah. that, that you know and but here's the thing. He was credited as old man. So we still don't know who he yeah. is. So it's exciting to connect these yeah, dots. They can't say everything yet. We're going to get Doom Patrol next episode. Uh, I believe the next episode is actually named Raven. And then the no, episode for that is Doom Patrol. Four is Doom Patrol. Then it's Raven is episode five. So we're going to learn a lot about these these characters over the next couple uh, episodes. But I will say that Doom Patrol, this is going to then springboard them into their own series, which comes next year. And they do exist in the same universe, and they will be crossing over. And we still haven't even seen all the members of Teen Titans. There is still Donna Troy, who you don't see yet until I believe her title is episode eight or nine. So they have so much, so many things up their sleeve. And episode seven's titled Jason Todd. So we're going to get a lot of cool things. Drives the Batmobile. Yeah, this is like. I'm so excited that A, I'm finally caught up to something to be able to talk with you, not just at you about it. B, that I'm sharing your excitement and C, that this is just a great show that I can finally look forward to once a week that ain't Shark Tank because that show is amazing. And and it's good that, again, it's it's on a streaming service. We don't have to sit down at a set time or just any time we want or get, you know, 55 minutes. Boom, there it is. Yeah, and now I'm going to read the uh, Season 3 review for Daredevil. And then, obviously, we'll do the whole thing where you see if you agree with it. Because I we'll finished get, it. Yeah, and then we'll, you'll, we'll get your uh, solo, spoiler-free impressions of all of Season 3 of Daredevil. You gave us a little bit of a hint into it last week. But let's dive in a little deeper. Let's see if I can do a good read like I did last time. Daredevil Season 3 kicks Marvel's Netflix slump to the side in favor of a dark and powerful roller coaster of redemption that makes every scene count and brings back Wilson Fisk as Matt Murdock's white-suited whale. I like that. That's funny. Uh, Even new characters whom we don't trust at first wind up paying off in rewarding ways while the show excels at even more ferocious fight scenes and astonishing action sequences. And preventing things from becoming treacherous trudge in the middle of the mystery is Fisk's full plan and questions about how much control he actually wields. So a little bit of tease there. This, This review had way too much alliteration. 
No, like, no. Fisk's full plan yeah. and treacherous trademarks yeah. and trudging. Yeah. Stop with the alliteration. It makes me makes my head hurt. What'd you say? No, I know. I think nine two. Nine oh, yes. Nine oh. Nailed that's, it. That's about right. Again, this was probably Daredevil's best season, Marvel's best season of anything they probably ever did. Um, Charlie Cox is fantastic. Vincent D'Onofrio, brilliant as always. And the kind of the standout was Wilson Bethel, who was Dex Poindexter, or who was Ben Poindexter, who becomes Bullseye, just kind of bringing his craziness of his backstory kind of, and just seeing how Wilson Fix planned. He just basically plays everyone with like a fiddle. And again, he just sits back and is like basically... He did that in Spider-Man PS4 game. Basically sits back in his penthouse, a.k.a. locked abroad or whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. and he just, he's just playing chess. And he's just one step ahead like he always is. Daredevil thinks he has a one minute. Bam, Wilson Fix throws a wrench in the plans. I, I absolutely loved it. I, I couldn't. It, every time I had to pause this show to you know, go do something, it hurt. Like it physically hurt. D'Onofrio is killing it. Cox love, is killing love, love it. Love the white suit on, on Kingpin. That is, is, and, and, they, and they even say like there was a meeting. It's not, it's not, only, it's not even sports. Like we don't call him, you know, Wilson Fisk. He is known as Kingpin. I was like, oh, God. So as somebody who hasn't seen the show outside of the first half of season one, and again, hit the 30-second button now if you want to stay away from a spoiler. Why is there no Foggy mentioning? <clears throat> oh, you see Foggy. Oh, you do. Okay. Dude, Foggy has a – he's, okay, he's in it. Don't, and, good. And, okay, that's it. That's all I need to know. I didn't know if he died in season one or two, and I'd have been pissed. No, there's – and, and the, the female's also in it. Okay. Um, Rosario uh, Dawson's character? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, the yeah, girl the from the, ep- the first from episode. Blood, I yeah, can't yeah, think yeah, of her. Yeah, I'm yeah, drawing a blank for her I know who you're right talking now. about. But she's, they, they both have a great story points. Okay. Gotcha. She even has her own origin story, I think, yeah. in episode seven to kind of see I don't. Her I didn't hear anything history. about Foggy, so I'm like, no, you know, dude, my man in the Mighty Ducks over here. No, and there's they both have... Fulton Reed. They, they both have a, a, a nice story point to tie into everything. Um, Good. Now I don't have to sit there wondering when Foggy's And, then, and I, I had a few messages on Instagram saying, do I have to watch Luke Cage season two or Jessica Jones season two? No. The only thing you have to watch... Defenders? Is the last episode of Defenders to see what happens to to Matt Murdock or, or the beginning? You're like, how the hell did we get here? So you just really have to watch the Defenders to see. So you would watch one, two, then Defenders, then three, if you're brand new to it. Yeah, like yeah, because other than that, he never showed up in anything. Like you mm-hmm. need to see the Defenders to see what the hell happened to Matt Murdock and mm-hmm. why he's kind of been a ghost. Mm-hmm. The only other mention of any other superhero, Matt Murdock mentions Jessica Jones by name mm-hmm. once. That was it. That was the only other mention you see of anything. There was no end credit scene. My favorite episodes were 4, 6, and 13. Told you the 4 fight scene was banging. 4 had the 10-minute one-shot. I think Church they said, or a prison or something? No, this was – he was actually in prison but was in a room. But he, they filmed it twice. He goes – because I listened to – he was on uh, Facebook Live, Charlie Cox was. And he said like we did I it twice. That. It was this week. He said we did a good cut. He goes there was a couple things here. We went to lunch. He said – He's like, I, he's like, I ate a lot. Cause I didn't think we were gonna do it. I thought we got the cut. He goes, I was probably a little too full. He said, but we decided to give it one last shot. And he goes, it was absolutely perfect. He goes, we didn't even think we could do like. He's like, they trained a whole. They took a day off from shooting, just to practice all the stunts. Because if you you watch episode four and you and it's in like the first ten minutes of the episode, so if you watch that, it, it, I think it's the best fight scene in cinematic history. I, I haven't seen anything. More in brutal Marvel cinematic history. I, I, I almost want to say anything, man. Like I don't in the history of television from, and film. Have has any movie or anything have a one shot, ten minutes straight, no cut? Like I think there was only maybe one little possible scene where they could have stunk, uh, a, placed a stunt double for Charlie. Only one spot. Other than that, 
it was Charlie. And you see him panting. And that's no fake. Dude, he he gets his ass whooped and does some ass kicking. So between that, the episode six, and the last final fight, I, I will just have to say of, of Charlie Cox. It's a, a three-way battle in the end. And just the, the ferocity that Charlie Cox gives at the end. He literally just, just gives this animalistic animalistic scream dude if you're if your hairs are not standing up i dude i was like i love this show please i don't give a shit if you're not on netflix just disney do not i don't cancel everything else but keep daredevil please netflix cancels <laughs> netflix cancels american vandal yeah after two seasons and you loved it everybody loves yeah. it it's got it won the Peabody Award for fuck's sake. And, and Netflix got, got all a little canceling spree and here. And this is why. So Netflix canceled this show because American Vandal was actually produced by CBS TV, not internally at Netflix. Netflix has a mission to own all of their own original and content. And which we, which, we, which we mentioned, yeah. Right. And so they canceled this show. Uh, obviously, No Orange is the New Black is leaving, too. Uh, they canceled both of um, the Marvel shows, which are done by ABC, clearly, because ABC Marvel. Yeah. Um, but the show's already being shopped. It will be picked up by Hulu or Amazon Prime and will live on for season three. So American Vandal is not ending. It's changing homes. And I can't wait for them in the rearview mirror to give the double middle finger to Netflix because... Unless it, unless it flops and does shit and nah, then Netflix... It, it but won't. Netflix don't give a shit. They got all the shows and all the money in the world. They do. I know. I can't... I, I you don't took an award-winning program away from them. And that's cool because all this but is going to do is going to elevate yeah. another streaming service. And we don't know what, what went on behind the scenes. Maybe someone wanted more money here. Netflix said, you know what? No, it was Take strictly the because they want... They they, they they did not produce it. Everything Which that Netflix is going to keep is going to be produced them. by Netflix. It's gonna, they're going to make more money. Exactly, that way. and so this is why I can see Dar- Punisher being the last Marvel show going to be on Netflix. Everything else good Disney, Disney Play. Yeah, and and it's it is what it is. And Netflix is investing eight billion dollars into original content. Just, so like we're going to get more original Netflix. I just stuff. hope that Disney can just be adults and have your kids service, and then have your adults because we both need pleasure. Pleasure. <laughs> Uh, American Vandal will be fine. Yeah. I'm looking forward to season three on. I'm calling Hulu, but either one will be just fine because I have both. So I really don't give a shit where yeah. it ends up because I'm going to watch the shit out of it. Um, so Godspeed, American Vandal. Yeah. Your two seasons on Netflix were unbelievable. Alan Tudyk has been cast as the Joker for the DC Universe Harley Quinn show. And I like that casting. I like Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk's fine. He's great. Good actor. He's Great with voices, so I think that's a perfect fit for him as the Joker. Halo, uh, the Halo Showtime series is going to start filming in 2019 in Budapest. That's, that's, I mean, years of in the making, years of talks and rumors. It's finally, I mean, I'm sure it's going to have a huge budget. Yep. I mean, even though I've never really played the games, um, it's a day one watch for me. Also premiering this Sunday is the new season of Ray Donovan on Showtime. Awesome. Uh, Disenchantment has been renewed for 20 more episodes for season two. As we know, they're going to break it up over 10 episodes a year. So in 18, we got 10. In 19, we're going to get the other 10 from season one. And then 2020 and 21, we're going to get 10 episodes yeah. each. So they said we're getting the 10 from season one this year? They said we're No, 19. Okay, so it's not yeah, 19. Okay. I mean, so first 18, 19, 20, 21, each of those four years gets 10 episodes. Again, and I finished the first season. It just wasn't it's, good. It's, it's just... It just wasn't good. Okay. it's You're going to... If you like Futurama, that to me, that's what I saw on the show. I heard and saw Futurama. I definitely heard Futurama. I didn't even... I didn't care for it yeah. at all. F is for Family Season 3 is coming November 30th That'll to pop. Netflix. And that's the Bill Burr show. And they had Vince Vaughn coming on to do it, do a character, a little recurring actor in Season 3. You still have... Um, what's his name? Sam Rockwell coming back. So... I, 
I, I really I really enjoy this show. It's probably a quick 8-10 episode season, 25 minutes each episode. Pretty funny. November 30th, I'll be there. I think I deleted the photo of the next review, so I'm going to skip it. Actually, I can find it. Are you really talking quick. about Sabrina? The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah, we were going to watch it last night, but uh, she wasn't feeling well. So I was going to start it until I was reminded of Castlevania Season 2, so Castlevania trumps Sabrina. But one of the, I know one of the rumors is that they're already shooting Season 2 already. Yeah, and that's going to be cool because – here it is. I have it. Uh, and that's going to be cool because, again, it's just – I like Titans. Titans got renewed for season two before season one even yeah, aired. Yep. I, I like when shows have A, the confidence of B. Exactly. You have the faith in your show that it's going to do well. And everything that I've read and seen people post about, they're enjoying it so far. Sabrina's greatest strengths lie within its witchy world, a place that gives our hero an arena in which to mess up with fantastical consequence. Going up against the devil, yes, literally, Sabrina doesn't shy away from that which may be called blasphemous, but that's exactly what makes it so fun. Perverted and subverted in the most devious ways, the chilling adventures of Sabrina is sure to fill the retro spooky hole left in your heart by the lack of Stranger Things this year. And does Riverdale a few shades better? Ooh. Eight, a little shade. Eight, eight. A little shade in that review. Higher. Nine five. A little lower. Nine two. Yes. That's that solid. Again, every person that I've seen so far is really enjoying the show. I do plan to watch it. Yeah, we're going to watch it today. But Castlevania, you're getting finished first. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to watch the show, especially after that review. It did nothing to uh, lessen my hype. Yeah. Gotham has shown us what Bane will look like, and it is divided. Yeah, I, I'm not. Maybe a little bit towards I, the I, negative. Yeah, I'm not a fan of how he looks. I mean, again, I'm sure this is his first, maybe his first look. You're he, not excited, he, you say. He kind of reminded me of... Um, uh, Fury Road, kind of with that that oh, Mad guy. Max, yeah, the Mad Max. Gerald right? Butler, he, he, what he looked like with the damn mask on. Well, not Butler, but the the old ass freaking dude, the guy who lived for eventually dies, but he just looked like too like I don't know, too out of place. Oh, uh, that guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forget his name, but I don't know. I'm not a fan of it looks, but then again, I don't watch the show for Bane. But. Following months and months of controversy, that if you've been following it, we have not covered on the show because we don't really get into the racial stuff. Uh, the Simpsons will be dropping a poo from the show. Apu Nahasa Pima Pedalon. Yeah, again, it's um, even, what's his name? Hank Azaria said like he wished that they kind of did different things with him. Because, again, it's a new day and age now and everything is... Well, there was a, there was an essay basically written about uh, <clears throat> the stereotype that Apu lives in the show and, and how, you know, And the Simpsons, I, I, I kind of can't blame them for dropping it just so they don't have to hear all... You know all this shit. It's an animated TV show. And that's it's been around since 1990. And that's, and like, that's come what I'm on, saying. Guys. And that's what I'm saying. It's like in this world, like, everything's so political, and everyone's so butthurt. It's like, dude, it's the Simpsons. But okay, it's a shame because Hank Azaria. I mean, Hank Azaria's not going anywhere because he does almost everyone's voice. Yeah, but. Just a couple of quick hits in the music section. If you're a fan of the type of music we listen to, uh, then the new record, Nine, by Saves the Day, is out now. It came out yesterday. Guess what? It's their ninth record and has how many songs? Nine. Yes. So uh, a lot of the theme going on. Yeah. The new Saves the Day record, Nine, and Say Anything dropped their third a single off of Oliver Appropriate called It's a Process. If you want to get a quick listen to it, go to our Instagram story, go right to the screenshot I took of it. You can click the play on Spotify button right there. It'll take you right to Spotify to listen to the song, um, but it's a very good song. So just some quick hits in the music section. We do have to move on. Our other section, a replica of the Titanic is expected to set sail in 2022. Who thought we needed a replica of You of must the wear a tuxedo. 
on the ship. And also all the all the big tubes where all the smoke would go out, even though they're not even being used, they coal. build them just for the show. Co- the coal, just, yeah, it's still coal power. It's a steam powered ship. But but it's but it's like they're just they're literally there for just show. Disney's California <laughs> Adventure has begun to work on the Marvel themed superhero land set to open in two years, twenty twenty. I kind of want to book a trip. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. To like, maybe you could do like a web slinging simulator. Disney, dude, Spider-Man. Disney knows what's doing. They, they, the Avatar world is killing it. The Star Wars land, when that's done, I'm sure that's going to be great. And why not have a superhero world too? Uh, we want to say thank you to all of our patrons this week. I'm going to do it from memory. Uh, Mike Forward, AF Log Dog, Ro- uh, uh, let's see, um, I can do this. Bradley Epstein, which is at North Comics on Instagram. Jay Sanford, 9482. Thomas Chisholm. Sam Reimer, which is twitch.tv slash mynifeyourlife. I'm um, forgetting to Elijah Elliott, Darren Monroe, and then our $10 patron, Alan Santos, who gave me. I don't know if you saw this yet. It's right behind me, so I'm just going to run off mic and get it real quick. The other day, he gave me something I'm going to put on our Instagram because um, he's a great dude. But our $10 patron, thank you, Alan Santos. Twitch.tv slash Terrorizing. Here you go. Check this out. So while he goes does that, I'll give a quick shout out to my buddy Brad for giving me an absolute hookup for, we know Adidas kind of released eight shoes of Dragon Ball Z. He hooked me up the pair with the Frieza. Brad, you are the man. I will wear them with pride. Thank you. And Greg is showing me, oh, that is awesome. He has this Sonic box replica Looks freaking awesome. The game system. Uh, so Sonic is sitting on, standing on top of a Sega Genesis. Also, Sega Genesis is a Sonic statue. Oh wow, that is awesome. Not, not even that heavy. Very nice and light. But the Sonic statue, dude, you gotta take some pictures. Throw this on Instagram. I have it already. Yeah, I planned on throwing it on Instagram. But awesome box. Got two games on there. It's uh, Sonic Mania. It's like a replica part of Sonic Mania. But it'll say Genesis card, but it opens up to a Sonic ring. Oh, that is awesome. Nice touch. Nice touch. That is very cool. So that's given to us by our friend Alan Santos, our $10 patron. Oh, look, look at us both getting gifts this week. Aw. We, we, we are blessed. Honest, truly, guys, thank you. We greatly appreciate it very much. Yeah, so we'll make sure to get Alan something special. But Alan, dude, he hooked it up with the Xbox One X when that came out. He let us borrow it for yep. a day to do the unboxing. He did. He opened it, played it, and then rolled it back up for you. What a guy. <laughs> Let's do our pick of the week. And if you uh, would be so kind, I'd like to go first. Yeah, go for it. I very rarely go first for the pick of the week, but I have not been this excited for a pick of the week in a very long time. And the last time I was this excited for a pick of the week, I put it in the notes by accident and sent it to Sam, which yeah. was One Punch Man. Yeah. <laughs> and sent it to you by accident. He finished Trigun. I fucking love my hero academia i finished i i dude i it was i knew it, i had a feeling it was going to be anime i, I had a feeling love it once greg texted me saying on like wednesday you're, you're not gonna believe my pick of the week and this in my head i was like it's gotta be anime there's no way greg would text me any other like there's nothing else i you, is it two it. seasons they have they have two seasons available um on hulu both sub and dub and three is coming um or no, three, I know three might, already be there. three might already be there. So like, it's a lot of episodes. The first one's only thirteen. The second one's twenty five. The third one's twenty five. So there's a Ooh. lot of episodes to watch. Damn, I'm behind. Um, uh, I'm not even done season one yet. Is it okay? Here's the thing. I've it's been so debating. good. It's so, so good. It's buy, so, good. so buy it on Blu-ray. It's so good. So buy it on Blu-ray because it's it's in my Amazon cart. But I've been debating. Do I just is it just wanna, season one or the whole? I think it's so season far. one, season two, and I maybe three just came out. Okay. But I'm debating. I was like, "Is it? Is it? Like, I hear it's good. Is it worth it to buy it?" Well, how much is it? 
Probably like 30, 40 bucks yeah, a season. I'm easy. Okay. Easy. It's Sam. Okay. It's so good. Okay. Uh, That's all I needed to know. It's, it's, been, it's been sitting in my car just collecting dust. It's it's funny. The animation's great. I love, love the premise. I love the premise of it. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I, it lived up to all the hype. Though. I don't know what's made me start to want to watch it. I have no idea. Probably the show, Greg. No, no. Like I've been. <laughs> no, like us talking about I've been it. Been trying people telling to, us. I've been trying to expand my anime, but my attention span is just so short. Are you still? So you still just watch the first episode of Trigon? Uh, yeah, and and that's not because of any reason other than oh, there's I have, a lot going on. I have so much on. time that yeah. I'll be able to binge things yeah. that you'll be surprised when um, by like that's March, why I was not surprised with anime I today. I do, Greg. Once you text me on Wednesday, I'm like, oh, it's anime, dude. Um, it's so fucking good. Like, yeah. I it's the type of show that like. When I'm not watching it, I'm like, "Yo, what happens next?" Yeah. And the and the main hero, All Might, is so funny. He's that's like, who Scott Snyder was for yeah. Halloween. Took a picture, put oh, it on Twitter funny. and Instagram. It was hilarious. That's funny, yeah. uh, dude. It's it's so I can't say enough good things about it, and um, it makes sense. It's it it uh, cohesive. It's uh, got really funny. Like you know how in a lot of Japanese anime shows they have it written in Japanese and they just put white text yeah. over it with the American. Yeah. They are so aware that this is hitting an American audience that they make those things even funny. Good. Um, it's not just white text yeah. over top of the words. Good. They actually in- kind of incorporate it into the show that it's in Japanese, but the way I they make know it what I'm American, asking for for Christmas. It's it, dude. It's really funny, and Thank you're you, not Alex. and you're not a Hulu guy though. No, it's wild. Yeah. Um, now I know because usually I always go to Maki's house. We always do like a uh, family, like a friend family thing. Always get each other for Christmas. So. Mm-hmm. I know what I'll be asking for. <laughs> it's so funny. It sucks that you have to wait till then, quite frankly. Dude, I have so much on my it. plate watching, dude. Especially with Ray Donovan coming out. Yes, we have the two, three, four week break from Shameless, which is fine. Give me some other time. So let me beat this Uncharted game so I can <laughs> trade it in. <laughs> yeah, Give it to you back. Back to I'm my at, house. Yeah, well, uh, dude, uh, so just please go check it out. Everybody, if you're interested in anime at all, check out My Hero Academia. I'm so excited for the live action movie now. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. Of course. Of course. Why not? My pick of the week, I finally wound up finishing Cloak and Dagger. I missed... The Freeform Show. Yeah, the Freeform Show was 10 episodes. I just... I think it was just the last two. I just like... I was just watching so much. Yeah. Like, I just didn't have enough time. I finally sat down. I finished it. Rocked it on demand? Yeah, exactly. Um, Olivia Holt, who's Dagger, she kind of makes these light daggers with her hands. Also, she touches somebody. She can kind of see and feel what their hopes and dreams are. Some of it good, some of it bad. So, that's I thought that was a nice, interesting power, nice touch. You had Aubrey Joseph, who's Cloak. He can basically use his cloak and travel through the Dark Force dimension to basically travel anywhere. And throughout the season, you find out um, a cop kind of kills his brother, and he kind of tries to hide it up, and he wants justice to be served, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on. It got picked up for season two for Freeform and other ten episodes. It just, again, it was on, on Freeform. You just, it, to me, that's like ABC Family, the kids show that you don't you don't expect to that this show would be as dark as it was, and it, like I was, I made it for teenagers, but it was kind of more, more to it, had more of a story, and it kind of hit home in a lot of places. So I'm, I'm pretty hyped. Check out Cloak and Dagger, Freeform, and My Hero Academia. And if you have Hulu, you can check it out for free, either subbed or dubbed, whatever you prefer. That was episode 113 of We Podcast and We Know Things. We will be back next weekend for episode 114. Have a fun and safe Halloween, everybody.
This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.